Hello. We are glad you found us. Please sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Welcome to When Life Attacks. To clamp down with your iron fist, drugs became conveniently available for all the kids. Following the rights movement to clamp down with your iron fist, drugs became conveniently available for all the kids. She's all like, God, it's hot in here. <laughs> I'm like, no, Holly, it's fucking cold in here. She's like, ah, you'll be fine. <laughs> well, lifers, as you can hear, we're back. And uh, we're back with Junior, who uh, is uh, telling us his, his tale. Yeah, the, quite an intricate tale. Remember, I, I promised you guys we'd have a story about let's go to prison because... Secretly, I think every one of us feels that there's the potential that we're going to prison. And so we want to know, A, what happens when it looks like you might go to prison, and B, what is prison like? And so the last time we met with uh, Junior, he was telling us a little bit, just, just a little background of you know what, what things were like. And as you can hear from his shivering, uh, Daw, or Holly, be it as his may, uh, she keeps the house cool. Cold. Not cool. <laughs> Fucking cold. <laughs> she always complains that because we have a three-story house and the the third floor is always warmer because that's just even with an air exchanger, it's always you know the temperature's off and the thermostat's on the middle floor. It's a lie. And I'm it, sleeping down upstairs right now and it's cold. <laughs> she likes two turbo fired fans in our room. Now she'd tell you it was because uh, my brother, who we take care of. Uh, can be loud when he's online, so she doesn't want to hear him talking, you know, in his room. I would tell you that she's warm all of the time, and she gets enough thrust, enough wind power going in our room with fans that you could probably get a plane off the ground. I mean, it's it's windy in there. I think your wife is from Antarctica or something. <laughs> there's there's something off about yeah. Snow White. Yeah, because she's just it's fucking cold. I know. It's cold. Well, you're going to have to, if you don't hear yourself, you're not talking to the mic, you realize that. I am hearing myself. I can hear myself. Not no. very well. Well, let me scoot up. you got to turn the mic a little. Other way. You, remember, you should be looking kind of at the audio technique. Oh, right here. There it is. Got it. Uh, duh. Yeah. Feel better now? Well, you know, I'm fresh out, so just bear with <laughs> me. Fresh out. Okay, so <sighs> we had a little background on you last time. Uh, yeah. I want to get to the meat of it. First of all. Yes. Why did you go to prison? What did you do? Sold drugs. Um, did you sell like one of like the guys we see on TV, like the drug show no. on Netflix where you're okay, running people, around? Let's just get this straight. Drug Inc. Um, show is, on Netflix. Yep, is fake. Uh, all those guys are rats, by the way. Because why would you go on TV and show how you sell drugs when that's your income, and you're dealing with certain type of people? Like if I was selling drugs, still, I'm not. <laughs> by the way, 
Hypothetically, right. yeah, hypothetically, if I was still selling drugs, and I saw one of the guys on Drugs Inc. or what's the other shows? Um, she watches many. She's plotting my death. Remember? And yeah. So any of them stupid ass shows that they, I would kill you. I would literally <laughs> fucking kill you. So no more business relationship then. It's no, it's kind of over it's with. Just, yeah, it's retarded. So um, yeah, those those shows are dumb. So um, I my charges are. Uh, shit, I can't even remember. Uh, distributing, sales, all kinds of shit. Why did you 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 weren't like Mister Always in Jail kind of guy? It was like you're really your first offense, right? No, well, no. I mean, you had some uh, stuff when you were a kid. Yeah, I shot somebody when I was a kid, and you had something totally different happen when you were an adult, accepting some stolen property, right? Sure. And then sure. we'll go from there, <laughs> and then. Uh, um, just, oh. you know, his shit here. What kind like, of friends do I keep with, man? I know, but I'm a good friend, though, man. I mean, <laughs> shit. Sure. <laughs> so you had, you had, you had a, a record. Run in, I've had a run-in with the law here and there, yes. But, I mean... This was your first drug charge, though, right? Yes. Besides, well, besides the state shit, yeah. I mean, okay, getting pulled see. over with dumbass. <laughs> that was all kind of the same thing. Yeah. It felt I, like it was all the same thing. Yeah, because, I mean, they were following, so I figured they... they I know for a fact, reading the paperwork from the state shit, that they called it in to have it pulled over. Like they knew. Like I don't know. I felt like I was set up, but anyways, I mean, whatever. Well, let's let's because you know I know, but the people listening don't know. So what had happened was, you had a what they called it, it was a, a drug case where you were being followed by federal investigators over I was a big being drug investigated ring. for a big drug. Ring, yes. Okay, but yeah. while that investigation was going on, you were in a car with a girl who had a bunch of meth, and you guys got pulled over, and that yes. was a state thing, not a federal thing. Yeah. And so you got prosecuted for both at the same time. Yes, and then it ran. Yeah, once I got to the Fed joint, they came and got me. And then uh, I didn't want to sit there, so they just said, sign here, and we'll run it concurrent, and I signed. I was already fucked anyway, so... Yeah, once you have a felony, you're yeah, fucked. you're fucked, so it doesn't even matter after that. Just, and they kind of marry at the same time, so... Yeah, they run it. It's called running running a concurrent, so... So you didn't have to serve two ten- sentences back-to-back. They God, both ran together. God, I did yeah. If, well, well, if I fought him and was like, nah, fuck that, that ain't my shit, then yeah, he probably would have been like, oh, yeah, well, fuck you. Right. When you get done doing your little fucking fed shit, guess what? We're coming to get you to do your little state time, so... So back to the, so for instance, in the show Drugs Inc., you're watching guys selling street quantities, lots of sales all day long. They're constantly on the move. They're maybe making a couple of grand a day, a couple yeah. hundred a day. They seem, they, they seem a little hyper. Yeah, or they're all drug addicts. Uh, that's not what you were doing. No, no, no. I was a higher scale. I mean, more of a. Pounds and keys and shit and like that. Is the philosophy behind that that it's the same time and the same crime, so you might as well do larger quantity? Yeah. So if people are listening and you want to start selling drugs, <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter if you sell a fucking ounce, a gram, a eight ball, you're going to get the same amount of time. For whatever meth, it's a mandatory minimum, people, so... Mandatory minimum is 10 years. 10 fucking years. It's 10 to life. So whatever your category is, maybe you guys should look this up, but whatever your category is, you should be, I mean, you're going to do do a lot of time. It's feds. Right. 
you know, it's federal. If the feds pick it up, you're fucked. Now, we're not encouraging you to sell drugs. No, we're not at all. simply not giving all. you a snapshot yeah, of what yeah. happened to my good friend here. I'm just saying, if you're selling drugs right now, and you're fucking selling grams and eight balls, you're a fucking idiot. Because you're pretty much going to go do some time. The same amount of time if you were moving pounds and keys. So, I'm just saying. <laughs> not, not that I'm saying to go do that, but... Practical knowledge. Practical knowledge is really, you're going to go to fucking prison for like 10 years. For selling, yeah, I sold a fucking ounce, really. But that really was, you know, I I was with you when you work regular straight <clears throat> jobs, yeah. like for most of our adult life. We were roommates. Yeah. We shared a house. Yeah. And you drove a boring old Chevy car and you went to work just like everybody else. Yeah. And then one day, just you yeah. weren't coming home at night. Not what I thought is you got a, you got a chick. And it was early. It wasn't really early on in dolls and I, my relationship. We were together a couple of years. Yeah. She's like, oh, I haven't seen Junior in a couple of days, and I was like, oh, I don't know where he is. And uh, I was like, maybe it's that girl, because you were famous for finding. Yeah. Suspicious women. Yes. Strippers. I love yeah. I love you love strippers. strippers. I love strippers. So I just thought you were with strippers, yeah. which I understood, and yeah. I couldn't really explain the doll, but yeah, I was like, you don't get it. Yeah. And so, like a week goes by, and you come home. And I was like, hey, man, how, how, are you, you going to go to work this morning? You're like, nah, I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. And I was like, all right. And you paid me two two months of rent. And yeah. you left. I was like, where are you going? You're like, I, you might not see me for a little bit. Yeah. And I was like, well, what are you up to? You're like, nothing. Yeah. You <laughs> don't want to know. I thought, again, again, I just thought because of the immediate cash available and the fact that you didn't <coughs> have to work anymore. Bless you. Yes. That... uh you were just hanging out with because I mean that happens. Strippers just soak up other people's lives and they make so much money they can retire you if you want to. And you didn't really like your job, so I mean I'm a little naive too. So yeah. I was like, well, he's just partying with strippers. Yeah. Um, and then you were gone, gone for a long time. Like we yeah. honestly didn't see you for four months. And then you came back, and I remember my dad had gotten sick, and you're like, you're like, I want to settle up with you, Jim, and I want to pay a little bit ahead, and then I'm going to move out. Yeah. I'm like, why is everything okay? He's like, you don't, you don't want me to live here anymore. You said to me, yeah, and you really didn't let me in. Like, you didn't tell me what you were doing. Well, there's no point. And based on your behavior from before, it wasn't drug behavior before. So I was like, man, what is he doing? What is he up to? Maybe he's leaving. Maybe he met somebody. Maybe he's pissed. Maybe he doesn't want to live with roommates anymore. Nah, I just. And so we had a mutual friend, Paul, and I'm like, Paul, what's going on? And Paul kind of thought he knew, but kind of wasn't sure. Yeah. And he wouldn't say anyway, because Paul's just like that. Yeah. You two hood rats kind of have your own hood rat language. Yeah. <laughs> and so those two squares, Doll and I are like, no, nope, it's got to be strippers. Yeah. No. Then we didn't see you forever until, yeah. uh, I mean, we ran into you a couple of times. You call and stuff, but it Stop was... Stop biting and brand new Escalade. Yeah, it was real brief. And you're like, hey, Different you want to get, get dinner? And you're driving an $110,000 tricked out Escalade. Yeah. And I, I was like, a lot of shit. This doesn't feel like a Malibu. <laughs> you know, like, oh, things are going well. Business is going well. And you had, you had, you had started some clothing stores. Yeah. And you said you met some store. friends and you were getting into the clothing <clears throat> business and things were going great. And you were going to clothing conventions. It all seemed really normal to me, except yeah. for the fact I was like, do hip hop clothes really sell that well? <laughs> no. Are just, malls still popular now? No. Launder money, you know. And so you had like, Four stores? Three five. stores? Five stores. Five stores. Two in Iowa, three here in, in Minnesota. And what was the purpose of these stores? Just to buy. spend. Well, we had so much money. Right. 
It was so oh. much money. Sorry, people. It was so much money that it just... We didn't know what to do with it. I, you know... You had to find a way to put it through something so you could put it in a bank. Right? And it yeah. wasn't necessarily your call. You had other people around you that wanted to be able to move it around. Yeah. Is that accurate? Yeah, but, you know, it's just trusting people. Like, because you, you know, you, you start trusting people and you give people that are not used to having money like that. And, uh... Well, how many people... So, it was in the paper what happened to you. And from what I read, there were four of you that got caught in this little ring, or five of you. No, it was a 17-man indictment. They only mentioned the four of you in our area. But, yeah, it grows over time from the state to the to, to a bigger case, is what you're saying. No, it... Uh, the original indictment was a 10-man indictment. Okay. And so then, I, met, I read that wrong then. Yeah. Okay. So then they got picked up, and it became 15 and then it became 17, and, it's, and then from there, just, I don't know. I, I, I went to prison, so I don't know. <laughs> so of the 17 or whatever people, how many of them were involved in your stores? Uh, only two. Only two. And did you take those stores, from the, from, the, from the outside looking in, it looked like you were actually taking the store seriously. They needed the payroll, cash, you yeah. were watching product. I mean, they were well, being managed. Have, they were being managed, but they had to be managed so we know where the, how much money we were putting in. And how much money we were taking out. Okay. Because, I mean, honestly, you don't sell a lot in stores. I mean, you have days where the store only sold like 500 bucks or $800. That's not good. But we had all that inventory, so we always knew, well, with the inventory, you know what I mean? We can always wholesale it. What about the holidays? I mean, those were good months for the store. Did the store actually ever make a profit? Yeah, it would make profit like holidays, back to school, and when we donated shit, like every year we donated coats to all the, um, like, um, what I want to say, kids, right? Stuff like that, you know, because we we had a lot of coats. We had um, we went to like New York, L.A. We always bought like wholesale stuff before that, and we knew that you can it's a tax write off. Yeah. So we did stuff like that, and then we had old clothes. We did the same thing. Was was one of you knowledgeable on this, or did you find somebody to tell you like how we you had found to look? Some, okay. we, we found somebody. That was, we met somebody in, when you go to Vegas, it's called the Magic Show. Um, it's urban wear, just as urban, like skater, like like um, surfer shit, you know, stuff like that. You know, DC, famous, stuff like, oh, shit like that. A lot so, of youth in urban clothing. Right. So we met a guy there, and uh, he helped one of the companies there. So we were like, hey, we'll move you to Minnesota. We'll pay for everything. And you're going to run our stores. And you're going to run our stores. Did, was there resistance on behalf of the other guys who didn't want to invest in these? Because they had to have known that they were going to lose money. Or was that the idea, was that they lost money? You needed to explain how you were making a living. Yes. Or you thought you were going to get caught. Of course. Well, no, not just thought we were going to get caught. It's just, it was just smarter. Okay. It's just smarter that way. Did the stores lead people to you getting caught? No. No, not at all. How did you get caught? Um, well, um, rats. <laughs> Pretty much just um, people telling. So people, people getting, turned over and turned you guys in? Well, no, not just turned us in, but just gave statements about us. Like, um, oh, these guys are doing this, this, and this. You know, um, I don't know, man. How, do you keep, how, how would you have done it differently to have not gotten caught, looking back? I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been partners with those two guys. Okay. I would have just 
I would have been with. I would have left them guys earlier than I should have. Okay. I know you tried because when I finally found out what was going on, I know you were trying to get out, but they were already they they had overindulged. They had taken more and didn't tell you about it, so yeah. you couldn't get out. Yeah, I was um, well. I was owed a lot of money. Yeah, they owed you a ton of money. Yeah, so that was the problem. Is that we were putting so much money in there that when it was time to get the money out, I thought it would be easy, like to get in there, put all this money in there, and then be like, hey buy my my share of the store and get out but it wasn't that easy because in that type of game you get cars pulled over with product so you lose that so you have to pay half of that sometimes you lose money with things happening yeah shit people going to jail and you got to get them lawyers yeah you know you can't just leave them in there so you got to get them lawyers and you got to do this and you got to take care of them and it's just it's a never it's an ending expensive game it is okay especially when you're in the big boy league Right. You know what I mean? When you're in the big boy league, you got to take care of your people. It's okay. just, you have to. It's just a thing that I believe in. So you Did have you to. sell everything? Um, as far as... Drugs? Did you sell every kind of drug? Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. No, I didn't fuck with heroin. Okay. I didn't fuck with heroin and... Uh, yeah, pretty much. Heroin. Give me an idea how much I could... Like, if, if I was you in my prime, what would be... My piece of it take home. If you were with me? Yep. So if you and I were partners and we were in your prime when things were moving, what would be my take home pay for a month? Shit, between 20 and 30,000. Take home. Take home. With Cash. the problems. With the problems, yes. Okay. And, on a, and, and, and on a banner day? There wasn't any. Because you, you kept it all at a consistent pace? Yeah. Okay. That was my job. All right. Yeah, I make sure I figure it out. Is I'd there fi- a way to do that today and not get excuse me, not get caught? For well, by the way you're telling me, yeah. But <laughs> 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 the conversations you and I just been having here? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, there is. I can't believe it, but there is. Oh my god, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah. I walked uh Junior and I walked through town and I was kind of explaining to him some of the things that go on in regular society that are completely legal that are done every day that make enormous sums of money. And as I explained to them, to them, you know, something basic like your regular average 30-year mortgage should be completely and totally illegal. It's uh, one of the more corrupt things you'll ever see. For those of you that have never bought a house or never gotten a mortgage, uh, say you get a 30-year mortgage and you get a house or a condo for $100,000, you will actually be taking out a loan over 30 years for $300,000. And that loan will be broken up into payments. And the average person would think, oh, well, I'm going to pay, you know, say I'm going to pay $1,000 a month for my $100,000 house, which is a $300,000 loan. And every time I make a payment, an equal amount goes to interest and an equal amount goes to principal. But that's not how they do it. Over the first 15 years of that mortgage, you will probably pay 90%, 95% of your payment just to the interest hardly ever touching the principal sum that you borrowed. So if you only stay in a house eight years and you pay the bank eight years and then you move, you're likely going to owe exactly what you bought the house for. And they just got free money the whole time. They they, They got incredible interest on their money every month. And so I took that concept to, to Junior, and we were t- talking about a couple of other things that go on in terms of stocks and securities and how people are, generate money and how uh, 
just all kinds of shit. And, I, and due to your background, you, nobody's really exposed you to that. So we just were, we were talking about real life stuff and, and what could be done to, you know, um, what career choices there were for you in your future. And as I explained them to him, you should have seen the look in his eye. He couldn't believe that the shit was legal, that you could, you could even consider operating like that. And so when you're, you're talking to him about the way that they used to run you know, their trade, he's like, man, this, what I was doing was way more honest. I had customers that wanted a certain thing, and I sold them the certain thing, and I wasn't selling to kids, and I wasn't trying to flip people and make drug addicts. The need was already there, and I just facilitated answering the need. I was like a pharmacy, you said. And I was like, well, it's an illegal pharmacy, and some of the things that you did sell weren't particularly healthy. You don't want to turn a single mom to a cokehead, and you're like, dude, I didn't turn her into anything. She was already like that when I got there. <laughs> well, I've never, yeah. I've never met these people, so I don't really, you know what I mean? It's like... You met other, other farmers. You, you were a drug company that sold to pharmacists in your yeah. opinion. Yeah, I never, I don't, I don't see the low-level dudes. Why would I want to see them? I mean, I got people buying pounds and keys for me. I'm not having no dude. A dude came to me, hey, you got like three ounces? Fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Hey, you yeah. got 10 ounces? Fuck out of here. Why? I just, it just doesn't, you're not. Most of those people are junkies, and I don't want junkies around me. So when I met, uh, when I, not when I met, when I was introduced to your attorney at the time, when you'd finally gotten busted. Now, did you get busted for the state thing, riding around in the car first, or were you indicted first for all of the... Busting in the car first. Um, okay. So the indictment came after that. So I get a call, and you've been pulled over, and there the girl's got a ton of meth on her. And in our state, any meth is too much meth. It's an instant, right. yeah. instant jail. Pretty much. Yeah, and yeah, she's yeah. trying to confess it's hers, and then she's not. And, and I'm talking to your attorney, and you've got a pretty good criminal attorney at the time. Sharp guy. I don't want to say his name, but he's a sharp guy. Yeah. And it isn't a month that you're in jail, and all of a sudden the stuff hits the paper, and it's like, oh, fuck. What is this? Is this the same thing? And you were kind of flipping about it. You were like, well, basically it's the same thing, but... And, and you didn't really want to talk over the phone. And so I was in contact with your attorney at the time, and he's kind of like, I'm, I'm out. He, he, didn't want to ta- he didn't want to handle your case because it was federal, and he was a state criminal attorney. And a federal attorney... Was it a, did they call it a RICO case? What kind of case was it that you were in? Uh, it wasn't... Well, it was kind of like a RICO, but not really. It was more of a... a racketeering. I thought it was a racketeering and drug case. Yeah, everything, pretty much. Yeah. He was like, I, this is way out of my league. I can't do this. I don't practice federal criminal defense. Yeah. And so you were kind of... Then what? Did you have a state attorney? How did, who defended you? For my federal thing, I ended up getting somebody. Uh, for my state thing, it was him, actually. When I got pulled from the federal joint and went to the state thing, he was there. He, he was. showed up there. Yeah, because that was what he was equipped to do. Yeah, because he, no, he was fucking paid. Okay. It isn't because he was fucking equipped, because he was paid and he knows. He had to show up. Yeah, he okay. better fucking show up or I'd be showing up at his office Did right now. Did he serve any purpose at the state after all that stuff had gone down? No. You were basically signing? Yeah, I was basically signing. He basically, I mean, at that already time... You're pretty much like, you're fucked. You're pretty much fucked. It's, you're going to do what they tell you you're doing. You're going to do it. Unless you want to make things harder for yourself. 
So if you want to, I mean, I was already going, I mean, <laughs> I was already going away for a while. So. You'd, you'd accepted it and I hadn't. I'm like, mm-hmm. no way. I'm going to call whoever takes the call. I'm going to do whatever I can. I realize you were convicted, but you're a good dude. Let's get you out of, let's get you out of this. Let's get your time shortened. Yeah. Well, um, I was just like, let's get, let's get this over with. My mind state was already, I was on prison time. So I was already, all right, cool. Let's get this thing going. What are they offering me? This is what they're offering you. Okay. What did they offer you? Uh, shit. I can't even remember, to be honest with you. It was, that was like, I was so like, you got to understand, you're so stressed and so much shit's going on in your life and you're just like trying to prepare yourself for prison life that you're like, man, I can't remember what it was. Maybe four years, I believe I got, you know. Mm-hmm. I want to say I got four years for that and then maybe more, maybe six. And then... You're it, talking about the state case that was running yeah. next to your federal. So so at that time, it didn't matter because you were already doing the time. So in the federal well, case... No, what I wanted, I, it did matter. But all I wanted it to do was just run it concurrent. Right. So you didn't have to do the time again after again you got out after prison. Out. That was my whole main concern. So when they came with the first deal, I was like, mm, no. So it was going to be four years after your yeah. federal deal. Or four or six, I can't remember. Could have been eight. Who the fuck knows? So you could have done 18 years in prison. Yeah. So I'm like, hmm, well, I said, no, fuck that. Then we're, we're going to trial. He's like, fuck. I said, yeah, go talk to your fucking buddy that you were in uh, class with. Quit fucking around here. Get it, get You're it talking together. to your defense attorney now? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. You know who. <clears throat> so he, I'm like, I'm not taking that. And he's like, oh, this is the best. Nah, fuck that. It ain't the best deal. How's it the best deal? Motherfucker, you ain't got to do the time. I do. You know what I mean? So... I was like, nah, fuck that. Tell them to run it. I'll sign anything they want me to sign. I'll sign anything they want me to sign. I just want to see that that time's going to run concurrent with the federal time. That way, when I get out of the feds, I'm out of the fucking feds. Okay. So he went back and they agreed on that. So, so go sign today. I said, I'll fucking sign right now. That was possession. And then the federal thing was selling drugs, basically. It was everything, yeah. Now, when I was... So before I get to me trying to help you, you... uh. What what did what did they try to offer you any deals to keep you out of federal prison before you accepted that? Uh yeah, they came with like um, they want to know about guns. Um, did the ATF get a hold of you as well? Yeah, well they wanted to, but they never. I Alcohol, mean, tobacco, and firearms. <coughs> thought you were an arms dealer of some kind. <coughs> yeah. All right, and then who, they so, did. <laughs> so then who actually busted you federally? The FBI. FBI. Or? Okay. It was the FBI. I think it was a collateral FBI, DEA, ATF type shit. DEA feels more. No, it was all of them. It was all of them. Yeah, it was all of them. Congratulations. Yeah. I you mean, lettered. You lettered in drug dealing. Yeah, I lettered. Okay. So, um, shit, man. Yeah, it was. What, were the, what was the first scary thing they heard? So you get busted. All these people are lined up. And is your instinct to say nothing, give them nothing, and just much. wait for your attorney to defend you? Well, no, right away I said I want an attorney. Once okay. you say that, they have no right to question you. Okay. Okay, you have that right, Mr. Mark. And boom, that's it. You're done. When did they turn around and say, okay, we're going to try to put you away for the rest of your life? Oh, you knew that's coming, but you know you're not. So so you were confident you would not do life in prison for what you'd done? Yes, sir. Because that wasn't the feedback I was getting. So your family and friends who inquired about your position, it was, we're going to put him away for as long as we can put him away. And if it's... Each of these things running back to back, and they, they what they do is they rattle off each crime as an individual thing. 
yeah. and say, oh, he only might do 10 years for this, but he's going to do another 10 years for this and another five years for this, and then there's suspicion of this. No, not in the feds. You pretty much, it's a category. Zero to one, two to three, four to five. It goes to the right and then down. Okay, because when they... Because they can't see. they No, they can't. They're lying. They they're can't, lying. They're lying. Okay. They can't because it's a category of how many felonies you have. <laughs> Like a like one of those graphs where you're like yes, nine sir. felonies, so much time, yes. boom, eight years. It, it, it all. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I don't, I'm not trying to grow. Uh, whatever, it goes from what you have done in your lifetime criminally. So okay. it goes through your criminal record. I had a felony, so I was at zero to one. So that put me at one, and then I went down to thirty three, I believe. They don't. It doesn't work that way. You okay. know, I know a lot of people say, oh, man, they're going to give you. It was all about no. kind of like a point system. Yep. It's always a point system. And then if you accept responsibility, I believe you drop two or three points. But that's how they f- see. I, I got fucked. They knew I was getting fucked either way. They were hoping that I would get that state time. And then when I got out, I'd have to do the state time. And then they were hoping they already knew how they were going to fuck me because they figured, OK, because I was the first one to plead guilty. Like, fuck it. Let's go. Let's rock and roll. Right. So once that happened, they were like, okay, we'll do that. And then when he does his PSI, we're going to give him high management. So those whole points that he lost for accepting responsibility, they're like, yeah, we're just going to give it right back to him, which they did. Mm-hmm. So I never dropped points. Never. No, never. You know what I mean? So, Well, I think what we were threatened with was that they were going to charge you for all of these felonies. And when they added it up and went to that chart, you were going to do a shitload of time. How? Because they were going to charge you for so many different things all at one time that it was going to give you a lot of points. But they ended up not being able to. Your lawyer got you into a situation and you accepted kind of a deal, right? Yeah. They give you deals. They give you deals. We'll sign here. They just want to give you time. That's all it is. All right. Now we're about to go to prison. Yeah. And when you go to state prison, so in the, in the state of Minnesota, if you get 10 years and you behave good for seven years, they will cut your stay down to seven years for good behavior. I think it's for every two days of good behavior, you get a day off. So I have no idea. I've never that's been. How, okay, that's how no state idea. prison works. In federal prison, you only get a fraction of a day for each week. So you if do you're 85% good, of your time. Yeah, 85 to 90% of your time you yes. will do, and the rest is, is, and that's how you get out for good behavior. Otherwise, if you aren't, yeah. They'll make you serve every day of it or more. Yes. Okay, so you are in county jail for how long? <sighs> I see. April, May, June, July, August. Eight months? Eight months. months. Now, is it is it nice? Is it good food? Is oh, it... God, no. County, it's the worst. You just want to get to prison. You want to leave county jail <laughs> yeah, and go yeah, to prison? Yeah. Why? Because you're in a pod. You don't go anywhere. Like you're just in a room and then a room opens to a bigger room and that's it? That's it, yeah. So you're in there with every kind of person that's in jail? Yeah. Is there any structure to a county jail? Not really. Is like gangs or races or anything? Yeah, It's just everybody's kind of everybody. There is. You have your your little cars or your little gangs or whatever, or your little cliques or whatever you want to call it. And from there you just go. But it's not near the same as prison, right? Mm. Mostly it's people that know one another? Yeah, or... Just county jails, like, um, you got to be really careful because there's always people trying to jump on your case. There's a lot of guys in there that are like. What's that mean, jump on your case? Like, you start, a lot of guys come in there and they start talking about their case and, oh man, they don't know about this. And 
you you start telling things, man, I'm glad they didn't find the fucking two pounds that I had hidden over here. Or, oh, I hope they don't know. I hope that wasn't, they don't know about this. And they're telling people this and they're trying to get time off. So they go over there and call their lawyer and be like, hey, I need you to come see me. So the lawyer comes in, he tells them everything, signs it and gives it. And he gives it to the prosecutor. So he gets time off for spying on you in jail. Yeah. Okay. It's crazy, dude. So you accept this deal, and um, I had uh, I had heard from you directly that when the sentencing came down, you kind of broke down. It was upsetting. <clears throat> yes, you got upset. Was it? What was it that upset you about it? Were you afraid to go to prison? No, not at all. It just um, you mean when I got sentenced? Yeah. No, because when I came, when they brought me up from the the marshals, brought me up. My lawyer and uh, dickhead were arguing about, which is the prosecutor, were arguing about something. And there was a name there and another name. But that name was cross. One of the guys that ratted, his name was on there. And then another guy. So they crossed out his name and then pin put my name on top. Mm-hmm. So when I got there, I watched them arguing and I'm just standing there cuffed up. And I'm like, and he comes home and he's like, do you know? I said, and then I went over there and looked and he grabbed the paper. I looked at it. I said, I don't even know who that is. Mm-hmm. And they're like, um, well, he's saying, I said, I don't give a fuck what he's saying. Right. That motherfucker right there hates me. Fuck him. You know what I mean? Referring to the prosecutor, yes, right? Dipshit. And, um, I'm like, man, I, I mean, I'm like, so I was like, fuck this. I'm, I'm so not you're telling your lawyer. I don't know this guy. At yeah. All. I don't know this dude at all. Why is that dude's name? Why is my name on pin on top? That doesn't make any sense. Right. So you never went to this dude's... I said, hell no. So were they additional charges? No, they weren't additional charges. They were trying to use it against me. So that way they would give me the high end. So they were trying to use it against you to get more time. Yes. Did it work? No. It didn't. It didn't because then I refused. I was like, then I'm refusing. The deal. The deal. I'm not going to take the deal if you guys are going to try to go back on me and give me more time. Exactly. So I refused the deal. Uh Uh-huh. And they were like, wait a minute, wait a minute. So I went back downstairs to the cages. They're called batting cages because they're cages. And like an hour later, they came back up and got me. And they're like, he's like, all right, all right. And I'm like, I'm like, nah, man, you need to like do your job and go talk to him and be like, hey, do you know that? I don't even know that dude. You know what I mean? Come on, man. I mean, you got me. Stop pulling more shit. Right. I'm here. You're about to sentence me. You know what I mean? You're either going to give me 135 or to 168, in between there. You can't go further than 168. You can't go lower than 135 months. What's 168? What is that? 12 years or something? 144 is 12, so that's... 14. 14 years. Fuck, you were looking at 14 years. 14 years. And what did they actually give you? 135, 11 years and two months. Okay, so when you hear that, you break down at the table. Why? Uh, I didn't break down. Yeah, you did. No. You got upset. Well, yeah, because I was told I was only going to get 10. Mm-hmm. So then, you know. Was it that you had family there and people? I had was a... Was it stress relief? A, no, it, was, it, it wasn't really stress relief. It was just kind of like, okay, cool, let's get going. I'd break down, dude. I'd have whimpered uh, like a bitch. No. Uh, nah, it's not my style. I just... You were pretty upset. Oh, well, upset being upset, but like, that's not just, just upset because... And then I had a, a ex-girlfriend there that was there. Well, we'll get into that later. Um, so I already knew. Okay. I was already prepared for it. So it, it wasn't that I broke down. I was just I was just so upset that the prosecutor, like you got to understand, the prosecutor, if he if it was up to him, he'd have put me away for life. 
I mean. So did you, in your in in your estimation, did you feel like from the moment your first appearance happened to the moment you were sentenced, you stayed stoic, or were there moments where you were shitting your pants? Uh, at the beginning, I was shitting my pants, but after a couple of months, I was like, "All right, cool." It got it got old. It got yeah. You're just like you just start getting mentally ready for it. I guess. I don't okay. Know. Now, what's happening to all your shit? Your apartment, your your possessions, your cars. Well, they're, uh, they're taking them. Are they? <laughs> yes, they took everything. Okay. Um, except for a few minor things, clothes and shit like that. But was, they, was your family able to collect any of your yeah, stuff? Yeah, that's what we did. It my family. And you, so when you're telling your command, your your family, hey, go get my things. Will you look after them while I'm gone for a decade? What yeah. are they? Are they open to doing that? Of course, they were. They, okay. they owe me. <laughs> well, and they're your family. Yeah, and they're my family, but so, they owe me. It's just. And so, at, at what time do you order that to happen? Because I mean, do you know for sure through the, the whole well, process yes. you're going to go to prison? Yeah, you knew um, you were getting out. Yeah, I, yeah, uh, it happened uh, the day after the raid. You're like, I'm fucked. (laughs) Yeah, I already knew I was fucked. You knew you were fucked. Yeah. All right, so how long are you in county before? Was it county jail? How long are you in that? The issue is this, Jim. When the feds got you, they got you. So by the time they show up, you're just fucked. You're fucked. The only way you're getting out of there is if you fucking, they let you out on the street and you're fucking people. Could you have posted bail and gotten out? No. You were held without bail. Because you yeah, were a well, flight risk? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would have took off. Would you? Hell, yeah. Would you? Hell, yeah. Would you have stayed? Do you think you'd have outsmarted them and stayed free? Oh, yeah. They, they, they wouldn't have found me. I guarantee it. I've already had that plan. I've never seen you again. Yeah. Well, no, you would. Somebody would come to your door and hand you a, a, a burner phone, and I'd call and be like, hey, how's it going, bud? That's fun, it's bro. me. Yeah. When you're done with this phone, break it. Okay. So... Yeah. I'm not an idiot, man. I know you're not. I, know I you're didn't not. get listen, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't get caught. I got told on by my two fucking per, well. They're not my best friends, but two guys your that I know. Your partners. I've known you these out? dudes since I was like 21. Okay. You know what I mean? I've known these dudes for a long time. So, and I didn't get caught. I was already out the game. I had like what 19 months out the game. It's just a dude owed me money. He owed he, you a lot of money. And he didn't want to pay me, and the only way he could pay me was in drugs. You know what I'm saying? So, so the reason you were out hustling was to try to convert his drugs to money so you could get something back out of all your all my sacrifices. Losses. Sacrifices. And he, and he used that to that set crew. you up. Yeah. <laughs> well, you actually were very smart about it. You appeared to be the second in command. You appeared to be, have a boss, and yeah. that was deliberate. Yes. He was a flashy guy. They both were. They were always flashy, jewelry, you know. Clearly drug dealers. Yeah. Want to be fucking... <laughs> At the strip club, throwing money, yeah. fucking doing me. I just in the back in the cut, man. Right. Back in the cut. Yeah. But you, you know, you, oh, yeah. Oh, that's your boss? Sure. You know what's fascinating to me is I know you as a, as a, as a great friend. Yeah. Pal around, joke around, stupid movies, just like everybody else's pal. Yeah. And while I'm trying to figure out how to keep you from going to prison, I'm reading paperwork. Yeah. You're not a fucking nice dude. No. You're a bad person. Yes. Like, to bad people. Well, how did you put that the other day? You weren't de- like you weren't fucking around with innocent people. What were you? How did you say that again? I said I I did the things to people that had it coming. Like the people were the people that are in this game were chose all playing by the same rules. rules. You chose to be Listen, 
Nobody puts a gun in your head and tells you, oh, you're going to be you're going to be in this part of a life. No, you chose to do that. That's why I don't have any animosity towards anyone. I chose this life. Mm-hmm. I made the decisions. I'll eat it. You know what I'm saying? And those fucking people should, too. And not go crying to cops and say, oh, oh, my God. Well, he pissed with me. Oh, he shot up my car. <laughs> oh, he fucking shot my kneecap. Oh, he fucking tied me up and tortured me. Well, if you would have done business the correct way. All those way, things were on there. Yep. If you would have done business on the correct way, I wouldn't have to do that. I would not have to do that. They intimated when we were like, well, you know, what evidence do you have? And they had wiretaps and following yeah. Yeah. footage. And yeah. I mean, you were caught. Right. Yeah. There's nothing family's going to be able to do. And in no. talking to the prosecutor who wasn't a federal uh, defender, but a, a, a state is qualified to do a state case. He's like, I don't know what you're going to do to defend. This would cost a and mm-hmm. the, the chances of success would be B. And he would definitely need to cooperate. Yeah. When I talk to you about cooperating, you're like, I can't. I can't. Well, Lots you can't. Murdered. Yeah. Well, my, I got family in Mexico and family in California. They would all be, yeah, you'd be hit squad. Okay. So there, there was no option there. No. And I'm reading this stuff. <laughs> and we have, I mean, we have some of the same friends. Yes. And some of your closest friends, I'm not closest friends with, but yeah. I sort of became their contact for what's going on because yeah. they weren't, I have just had, had had a little bit more experience with dealing with courts and lawyers and I worked a regular desk job and I'm my own boss. So it was easy for me to to be able to keep in touch with you. Yeah. And, you know, when you're got your family and shit and they're calling me and saying, well, what's going on with this and what's going on with that? And I get off the phone with somebody who's like, this is the list of things we have them for. Here's the list of things we suspect. And that other list, dude, is a dark fucking list, man. I know. You were, you were naughty. Shame on you. Yes. Very naughty. But I had to be. <laughs> I mean, what do you want it's me to so, tell you? It's just so weird. It's Why? surreal <clears throat> to what? see one person in another personality or just uh, <laughs> that you had that gear. Now, I always remember because when we were kids, uh, kids being 20s <clears throat> and trouble would arise. Some people are kind of worried about I'm, not, I'm the worried guy. I'm like, are you sure? I mean, there's like 10 of them over there. There's five of us. And other people are excited by it. Yeah. That's you me. and Ron. Oh yes, this is a fucking wonderful challenge. Yeah. I'm thinking, man, I could lose teeth right now. I don't know. That guy's big. And you fucking flip the switch and you're like, let's a challenge. You're yeah. so excited. We're going for the biggest guy. Yeah. That only made me more nervous, by the way. Yeah. Because I never liked anybody that didn't respect, not like, but like situations where it's like, don't you respect what could potentially happen here? And yeah. you never did. No. What's wrong with you? I don't know. My upbringing? I have no idea. You're up. Uh, the, 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 no, people don't get excited about shit like that. Mm-hmm. That's why it was so funny. You coming to our school, we think we've got this kid that's just kind of full of shit and he's from LA and why is he in our stupid farm city? And you're like fresh out of gang activity, older than all of us and being sincere about pistol whipping and shooting yeah. and yeah. dealing drugs. Right. And none of us, we're all too naive to realize what we're dealing with here. We were more impressed. You had a tattoo at your age. Like, okay, you got a tattoo. Yeah. And then we, we roll into our twenties and your personality starts to reveal itself because you're getting a little further and a little further into this right. gang activity that followed you out from California family yeah. here. And then when it's finally revealed, this is, you know, we're in our early thirties. 
this is what your buddy's been up to, and this is what we think he's been up to. You're like, holy fuck, I don't know. Do I know this guy? I don't think I know this guy. Two lives. You can't even say anything to the person who's prosecuting you. He's like, if you want to sit down, I'll tell you something. I'll tell you. Yeah. I'll tell you why your buddy. He kept saying, he said buddy over the phone like he had air quotes going. Yeah. Your buddy. Buddy. Like a fucking Your friend. Right. You know. Piece of shit. That's really what he wanted to say. Yeah. He's like, this guy is scum. Yeah. And I'm like, no, he's great. And when I said, I was like, you know, he works for our company. He organizes this and... You know, if anything, we want him out to help us with our business. He's, he's great. And he says, I don't know what you do, but anybody who takes their professional life seriously would not have this guy in their business. And I'm not letting him, I'm not going to let you make that mistake. He said, we're going to keep him locked up for as long as we can. And he says, judging from what I see here, he'll do enough mistakes while he's in there that he won't ever get out. He said, yeah. Was that realistic? No, no. I mean, yeah, but no, I'm too smart. I think I'm too smart for my own good. I did a lot of shit. You in are prison. sharp. I did a lot of shit in prison that could have got me more time, but I'm smart. So you're in county. How long are you in county after they sentence you? Do you immediately get shipped to a prison? Yeah, for about a month. So another month in county, and it's miserable. Because you don't. Do you go outside when you're in county? No. Is there a place to go no, outside? I just go inside. So you're just in two rooms. Yeah. Do you have your own little room for yourself, or do you share it? Uh, I'm in my own room because I will not allow anybody else with me. I can't believe that. We're, we'll get into that. Well, it's the truth. Are you afraid to go to prison? Now? No, 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 no. While you're sitting in county and you're waiting, no. were you afraid? No. no, I'm not. Do you know which prison you're going to go to? No, you I don't. don't. But you're not afraid? No. Because like when I watch movies of guys going to prison, <laughs> I know that sounds a certain way. Watch movies. But movies. everybody seems like they get off a bus like, okay. I'm going to be raped or killed. What's yeah, going to happen? You well, didn't enter like that? No. So tell me how that goes. Well, um, I don't... Ah, shit. I don't know. Because I'm, I'm... I'm from California, so... Gang-related. Family's been in prison. Friends been in prison. Um, I already had sent word out that I was coming. So they already had put the word out that I was coming into the federal prison system, so... I was already going to be welcomed with warm hands. Because of your gang or because you know that many people in prison? Because I know that many people in prison because of the gang and just what I'm affiliated with. So, What are you affiliated with again for the people that didn't listen to part one? uh, I am affiliated with the Sudeños. Sudeños, okay. And that was because of neighborhood and family, not just some choice you make? Uh, Neighborhood, family, the gang. Um, Okay. It's just if your gang represents... um, like, um, uh, I can't really talk about that part. Okay. We'll just leave but, it as it is. Uh, yeah, leave but, it as it is. You know, it's just, yeah. Yeah. I so can't, you, I can't talk about those So people. you knew you would at least know some people where you were going. Oh, yeah, definitely. Fuck, yeah. I already knew, man. I was, was going to be lovely. I wasn't going to have no worries. So dudes that get off the bus and they're scared and, you know, either dudes that told or like are no good or like they know they're like, oh, my God, what am I? You know, they don't know nothing about it. You just covered a lot of ground there. So Jim would be new, right? Yeah. Jim, go, I go to prison. I don't know anybody. Right. I only know you, which might be vital. Yeah, it would be very vital. <laughs> and so I, I get off the bus. What happens to, to a guy like me who goes to prison? Nothing. You go in and uh, you sit there. They fucking fingerprint you, take your picture, give you your ID. Um, you sit there for a couple hours, which it sucks. And then... SIS, which is like a special uh, operation gang slash 
inmate thing where they, they check you to see if you can come in, who you run with, if you can walk that yard or not. What um, does that mean? That means if there's gangs there, if you're part of a gang, a prison gang, that there's prison gangs there that don't like you, you won't walk the yard. You'll go straight to the SHU Special Housing Unit. So That's what SHU stands for, Special yeah. Housing Unit. <clears throat> yes. So, um, Do they have their own yard then? No. You're in a so you'd spend your life in, in a, a room bed. because you don't get along with another gang. Well, you go to another yard that there is. That so there is another yard. Yeah, there's you. yards. Yeah, there's okay. yards for you. Um, so I don't have a gang. I'm square gym. So you could you'll probably be laying in the yard then. All right. And then once you get in the yard, now aren't aren't I vulnerable <clears throat> to everybody? Because do I have to get no. in a fight right away? Is that necessary? No, not <laughs> yeah, at all. I know you're la- He's laughing. No, not at all. Don't um, I pick the biggest guy and I'm like you. <laughs> Uh, no, you don't want to do that. Okay, because that good big, to know. That good big, to know. That big guy might have, might be part of some gang, and his homeboys are gonna fuck you up the minute you put hands on him. All right, because there's a no hand policy. Do I have to keep my eyes a certain way? Is there a way I have to carry myself just walking around prison? Yeah, you got to carry yourself with. Well, just not right away. Like with me, yeah, because I already know what I run with. But like with you, you know, you're white, so you're gonna probably go with the Pecker Woods or whatever. Um, that's a white gang? Yeah, Pecker Woods, Dirty White Boys. Um, what else they got? I can't remember. Dirty White Boys sounds like a... They got all kinds of shit. Dude. Tough. You guys... There's a lot of white gangs, but there aren't a lot of whites in prison, so why no. are there so many gangs? I don't know. Different states. The ratio is not good for white people. No, but it's just different... Uh, different states have different things, I guess. So if I walk around, am I making eye contact with people to keep them from harming me, or am I <clears throat> trying to keep my head down? Well, I I mean, you eyeball new, people because you're in a gang and you have to be a certain way. Nah, I just eyeball people because I'm always sizing motherfuckers up. And that didn't cause problems. What are you looking at? You know, it does. It does. Okay. Got, so don't do that if you're the single white guy. Yeah, but they already. I mean, I, I look look at me. Well, we're we're trying to walk the regular person through this here. I know, I know, but for you... Because you're, you're pampered. You're walking in. You got a gang protection. <laughs> here, Mr. Maldonado, let me get you your, your seat. Yeah, I know. Because you, um, went, you went in our own state. You went up to Duluth, which was a work camp. Yeah. And the way it was described to your friends and family was it was a, a good place to go with opportunities, education, and more freedoms. Nah, it was just called gangland. <laughs> I know about fucking gang members here. So the Duluth it was sweet. federal Listen, yeah. camp was called Gangland. Yeah, it was gang Not, fights. Listen, it don't matter if you go to a USP or if you go to a fucking camp. It's the same fucking United thing. States the prison only thing or is, camp. Okay. The only thing different is is the level of respect goes up higher. But when you're in a certain type of a gang, the level of respect stays whether you're here at number one or at number five. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You just you have to carry yourself that way. It's all about trying to make money. And trying to um, while in prison, over. trying to make money, yeah, and take over, like you know, run the prison. Because if you much. run the prison, you get more money. No, you get everything. I We're mean, gonna get to that. Yeah. We're gonna get to that. So you're at Duluth, and your family's told that you're gonna be able to take college courses and rebuild your life, and it's a yeah, much right. better place. Is that true? Bullshit. It's bullshit. Bullshit. All Why bullshit. is that bullshit? Because they hire outside people for these fake ass colleges, and they come in and have these called the. Uh, um, VT, which is uh, vocational training. Yep. Yeah, and they don't do nothing. You just sit in the room and they pop dudes draw or dudes are walking around or watching some stupid ass movie. So there's no class going on. No. 
Okay, and you're not earning any credits. Do you ever like if you were going to say they were going to teach you how to do IT, would you be working on a computer or would you be given handouts? Psh, probably handouts. I don't have computers. I can't afford it. Even in a federal prison. Yeah. In this work camp that's supposed to retrain you and give you more independence because you had no, your he, own room he, there, I right? Know. No, I was in the four man room. No, the the reason that is 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 there's some of them that have like um okay like you can go to um I think Sandstone had a workforce thing where they made T-shirts like you make your own T-shirts for the for the feds underwear, um different shit. Um, there's um uh there's one in Oklahoma Reno they have a a, a dairy farm there that they work. They do have shit like that, but it's you're just working the past time. You're not working the fucking... No skills, not any real nah, money. I mean, unless you want to be a far- farmhand, I guess. I mean, for that. Because <laughs> it's sold to you way different. When you're friends and family, mm. it's like he's going to come out reformed. Is that true? When you go to prison, do you come out reformed with more skills? And Well, how do you come out reformed when the fucking rate of re- uh, re-offending is like what? It's high. Okay. 70% re-offending well, or more. Well, well then, ladies and gentlemen, there's your answer. But it, I mean, so the, <laughs> but, so the, listen. The only way is once you. Here's the thing, you already know when you sign that fucking halfway house paper or you sign your release papers, you already know what you're gonna do. You know if you're gonna get out and sell. You know if you're gonna get out and fucking fuck around. You know if you're gonna get out and fly straight. Mm-hmm. You know. You, you know. know the future because you're gonna go <clears throat> one or the other. What about guys that think they're gonna fly straight, can't make it, and they have to go back? Well, they go back. Well, obviously, I assume that. So, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, they just go. That's back a tough and deal. thing. That's what they. That's what they're dealing with. Is okay. I'm going to make you know two hundred dollars a day repairing computers, or I could make yeah, but two thousand dollars a day flipping but drugs. Half of them guys weren't even doing that in prison anyway. So, you know what I mean? Okay. All right. Well, let's back up a little bit. So you go to Duluth, and it's a gangland, and you get initiated into your gang. I don't get initiated. I was already part well, of it. Well, you're already part of the gang. Yeah. and There's no initiations. And you're not there long. What were you there, two years, a year? Something like that. And then I got in a riot. And there was a riot, and you got Beat four guys to padlocks. and Not four, 30. 30 guys. Yeah. All the, all the I don't want to say what kind of race, but just... It was just bad. I don't were know. There, and there were other guys fighting by, beside you. No, just me and my homeboy. It was you and your homeboy against 30 guys. Yeah. And you had your jaw broken, Two lost places. teeth, got stabbed, got cut. Yeah. How, why, if there's 30 guys, why didn't they kill you? Because I'm a bad motherfucker, Jim. Do they not kill <laughs> you because they're trying, they're deliberately trying to maim and not kill? No, they were trying. They just couldn't. That's 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 fifteen or thirty really ineffective human beings. I feel like because there's because most human beings are scared. When you're scared, you don't fight right. When you're scared, you don't do things right. When mm-hmm. you're calm. When you're calm, and it's like it's not a big deal. Hold your composure, and let's do this right. And that's when you fuck people up. But when you gotta understand, all them dudes are like scared and nervous, and they're going up and down and. They're fucking shaking. A lot of people shake, dude. They get all Adrenaline gets yeah. jacked up and so, they can't you know, operate. You ever see dude fights and sometimes you're like, what the fuck is going on? And then you see dudes like me or Ronnie fighting and it's like, wow. Guys that like it are scary, yeah. Yeah, it's like a poetry in motion type bullshit. I don't know. It's like you read I, it. 
like you like you I don't know for me it's like you figure it out before you're gonna do it like, I have an opposite effect on me when I when something <clears> like that breaks out I'm always thinking is this really worth it like I don't really want well you know as big of a dick as across the way from me I'm not really trying to do anything serious to anybody I'm just not like that I'm just not really wanting to hurt people like that no. you take a special pleasure in it though yeah because they deserve it I know you the balance of, of things in your mind is way different than mine yeah I mean, I've deliberately taken shots and been hit, and I never walked away from it thinking, oh, I was a big pussy. I kept running away from it thinking, man, I'm glad that didn't get worse. I'm glad, you know, if I freak out, I freaked out in the past. I didn't really like it. Yeah. I don't really like to really hurt people. You don't don't almost even look at it that way. I don't. They chose. I know. They chose. It's very clear in your mind. They chose. I mean, they chose. I died. You don't have to do that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the only time you really will get a significant rise out of me, like for me to go to actually be vicious, is if you take out after somebody close to me. That's why when you and I have had trouble with people in the past and you um, were downtown and we're going to do something because of that, it's usually because somebody I'm with is getting picked on. Yeah. If it's me, it's no big deal. You know, I'll just move this person along and hopefully we can go on with our night. But if somebody I'm with is going to be in trouble, then something different comes out. Yeah, I just have an But you, you get excited, boy. You just twinkle in your eye. Yeah. Get a boner. And so (laughs) so you, 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 you did take, I mean, you were gone for a while, dude. They broke your jaw. You were, you don't even know how long you were. I've asked you the other day, how long were you down? You're like, I don't even really remember. I was drugged up. I don't remember. I just remember waking up in the cell like, whoa, okay, I'm here. Yeah. And you had kind of had to take on a leadership role in the gang you were in in prison. A little bit, yeah. Now, when you're... It always happens. <laughs> in prison, are, I was how are you making money in prison? You said that prisons are about making money. How are people making money in prison? Um, well, I'm not going to do that, but certain people cook for people or they cook and make um, food and sell it. Uh, people, people they give you things to cook with nah well yeah you could buy it off a commissary or buy it from people that are stealing from the kitchen food or, or like fryers or grills like everything how do you do well, that you you cook you can cook you can cook with a stinger they got a, a certain stinger you can use to cook with and then in a bucket and then you have another stinger you can fry where you put coils so you fry it and you plug it in so these are okay so he and I kind of spoke about this a little bit more, so let me help you guys out here. They do not sell fryers and oils and pans for you to cook with at the commissary. You guys MacGyver shit together in prison, like his fryer, for instance, he was talking about, and coil. They get a metal garbage can from the commissary, and they take a spring that holds their bed out, and they hook it to just a makeshift plug, and they heat oil up and cook in their cell. That isn't just something you can go buy. And the things he's talking about that the guys are getting from the commissary is the oil or the lard or the tortillas or whatever. And so guys would cook and sell those in prison. So right. my natural question to him was, if you're, say, you're, you're, you're cooking in a prison cell and you're not supposed to have any of that shit available to you, don't the prison guards step in and say, hey, you're doing this and hey, you're doing that? And your answer was what? Why don't they step in? Why don't they don't give a shit? That's why you said <laughs> that you said that the they don't run the prison. They don't. You guys run the prison. Of course, they got to go home. They're only there for eight hours. They got to go home. 
I mean, it is what it is. Well, my, pers- my, my, the way that I view prison is that the prison guards run the prison no. and you guys are under their thumb. And if you step out of line, nah. they'll put you in solitary confinement or not well, let you go can. outside or do things. Yeah, you can go to the shoe, but you're going to get out. They can't keep you there forever. You see, time runs no matter where you're at. Right. That's the thing you need to understand. See, a lot of people don't know. A lot of motherfuckers are scared to go to the shoe. Me? Mm, okay. I've been picked up so many times for investigations. I go to the shoe for 90 days, 21 days, 60 days, you know. What does it mean to go to the shoe for you when you're picked up? What happens to you? What well, are you doing there? When, uh, usually you'll get picked up like, um, so let's say um, something happened where like uh, some fool owes my homeboy money and then he ain't paying. So we go to their speaker and be like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Either you take care of it or we're going to take care of it. So then he's like, man, we're tired of his shit. Fuck it. So then I send three guys to go fuck them up. They fuck them up. I get picked up. I'll get picked up. The shot caller gets picked up. It's just like like the main guys will get picked up. So then they collect you and take you to the shoe, which is a special housing unit. Yeah, and, you just, will sit to, in a, and you just sit in a cell? Yeah. Do you get out and walk around or are you no. just in the cell the, the whole cell. time? You, you get out for showers because there's no sh- on that one there wasn't any showers. Is there anybody to talk to? Yeah, I could talk to other inmates. I mostly just read, work out. I already know how to do my time in the shoes. So was there solitary confinement at, in your prison? Yeah. There, well, that's you prison. couldn't talk to people or what that is their version of it? That in your is prison. their version. Because I've heard when you can't talk to anybody, is there a bed in there or anything to lay yeah, on? Yeah, just beds. a floor. It's just a bunk bed, a, a toilet, and a sink. That's it. Whenever I see prison movies, it's always just an empty room with a hard floor, and they slide a tray under the door, and there's nobody to talk to, and it's totally dark. Is no, that no. completely inaccurate? Fuck no. The light stays on 24-7. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, no. It's a slot through the door. Like, then, in your story, you said speaker. What is a speaker? A speaker is like a shot caller, like the guy that runs, that has a yard, speaks for the yard. The entire yard and all the no, gangs or no, just your gang in that my, yard? My gang in that, in that yard. All right. And then when you were talking about jail, you said car. What's a car? Same thing. A car is like uh, the gang. Okay. That is the gang. Yeah. The click, the car. That's what they call them. That's a slang term. And then, and then there was another area where you said the floor. So that all of you guys are on a floor. Do they separate the floors by yeah, gangs or, by, or by color? No, 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 no. It's a unit. So every unit has like, you have a yard speaker and then you have the, like for us, we don't ever tell you who our real speaker is. Okay. So you'll never know. Only we will. And then there's a yard speaker. He's the one that, that you think is the speaker, but it, you know, he is because he'll go talk to the real speaker and then the real speaker tell him what to do, and then he'll, you know what I mean? Right. And then you have unit speakers. So each unit will have a speaker for that unit. So if something happens in that unit, you don't want to bother these two dudes for some dumbass shit that happened in the unit, which that dude can take care of right there. And then if it gets to be too big, where it has to be discussed with these, then you go and do that. But most of the time it's little petty shit, so you can handle it right there. Was that unique to your gang being organized like that, having like managers and then general managers and then CFOs or whatever CEOs? I mean, was that unique to your gang? Were all of the gangs that organized? Uh, yes and no. We're probably mo- probably the most organized. All right, because we're the we're the oldest. So you go to prison, and did you work a prison job? Did you have a job in prison? Yeah, but I didn't work it. Somebody else did. Don't they get mad at you for not doing your job? Are you no. being looked after? No. You're not. Um, how were you earning money in prison? I sent, Now, I would send you money from time to time. 
Yeah, but most of the time, just running the books for the guys. Books? What kind of books? Like um, what? I like gambling? You can't say. I can't say. Okay, so let me say. Let me, let me just be creative. And yeah. Let's say that you have a fantasy football league in prison. I did. Would your job be to <laughs> run the fantasy football league? Yes. And you could earn money on that fantasy football league. Yes. And did other did other gangs try to get in on your fantasy football league? And did you have to keep them from running there, or does each gang have their own fantasy football league? Yeah, I have their own fantasy football league. Okay, so what if I run up money with your league and I don't pay it, and I'm like, well, I just won't play in their league anymore. I'm going to go over to let's say the black gangs. I'm going to play in their fantasy football leagues. Is there a, is there a penalty for that? Oh yeah, I'm gonna fuck you up. Penalty. Well, I'm gonna come up to you. And talk to whoever you run, whoever you running with, whoever my manager is. Yeah, whoever your manager is, and I'm gonna have him. I'm gonna let him know that he has till Friday to pay me, or you're gonna get hurt. He will no longer be in this yard. Does he get the opportunity to hurt me, or do you? I give him the opportunity to hurt you because you want to handle your own people. Okay. So, um, your own uh, fantasy leaguers. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Are there drugs in prison? Tons. How do, how, do they get in, how, do, how do these things get into prison? Uh, it just depends. If you have other yards close to you, they can shoot them. They can throw them over, bring them through the warehouse. They can, because, um, you know, most of the time the warehouse is outside of the, the compound. Right. So they hide them in there. Um, guards. Sorry, guys. <laughs> guards. Do, do, do gangs flip guards to bring drugs All in? All the time. All the time. You said something to me once, and I don't know if it was you or somebody else that said it, but you guys were having trouble with the guard, and you guys had sm- were able to smuggle cell phones in and yeah. be able to look things up on the internet and keep things from guards. Yeah. And one of these guys was being particularly difficult, and you started rattling off his immediate family. Yeah. And all of a sudden, that guard didn't have any power anymore. Not at all. You got to understand, we got people on the outside. So it's not hard enough for me to get on the cell phone and be like, hey, this dude right here, he lives right here. Jesus Christ, dude. And you need to go stop over there and just say, hey, the guys at Big Spring are sending you. Who's running the prisons? Us. Not the fucking warden. I mean, perfect example. All my guys were at Latuna Prison, and one of the... Staff members there put a hand on one of my friends. What's that mean to put a hand on him? Touched him. Like like punched him? No, just touched him. He just touched him? Yeah, you're not supposed to touch another inmate. Okay. So when he, when the inmate walked away from him, he said, hey, don't walk away. Grabbed him by the shoulder. Um, the whole yard. Well, all my homies took off on all the staff. That's how our rules go. And the staff, and the, I've got him surprised they don't get a hold of that. They don't. They don't want to tell you that. Why would they tell you that? I'm just surprised they don't try to get on the top of that so that they control all of you. How? They don't have enough people wanting to be prison guards. So they're understaffed terribly. Way understaffed terribly. Way understaffed. A lot of them people have to work overtime. They, oh, let me tell you, a prison guard makes a lot of money. Mm-hmm. A lot of money. Because they're constantly working their days off. Or they'll, leave, they'll come in and work the morning shift. Go home and then come come back and work the graveyard shift and then you They're know just what? that understaffed. Yeah, yeah. Is it better to go to a a federal prison or a private prison? Nah, they're both the same. There's better food or better education or better no, anything. It's pretty much the same. So let's go back to Jim. Jim's in prison. He's not in a gang. He doesn't have anybody speaking for him. Um, 
if my floor gets in a fight, say my area of blacks, whites, whatever, yeah, what what do I do? Do I have to fight with somebody? Yeah. Are these dumb questions? I can't yeah. tell. You've got a look yeah. in your face like you are retarded. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> if you're running with the white boys, yeah. So if I'm just being white, I have to help white guys in a well, fight. Well, you know, you don't. You, it just it depends what car you decide to go into. We're picturing know? Jim here. These people know me from all of these episodes, so they kind of have an idea of who I am. You know, um, it's it's as if a, a kid probably, that reads a lot well, of comics went to prison. <laughs> what happens to him? And not, well, it just depends. It just depends what prison you go to, really. I'm asking you to picture me in prison. Picture you in prison. You walk in. You're probably gonna run. You're probably gonna like meet a couple of white boys that aren't like affiliated. They got a a, a car, which is it's not a gang. They're called the Independent White Boys, mm-hmm. which they don't have rules or anything like that. They just they don't want to do any of that other extra shit. So that's where I picture you going. Do they get extorted, raped? No, they don't. None of that, no. How many people get raped in prison? Let's talk about that. Is it high? No, it's not high. Is it, is it voluntary? To, is, it, is there a lot of voluntary? There is. It, listen, it does happen, but it, it, it just, just, you'd have to be really fucking dumb. Because that's the first thing people think when you went to prison, know, that you got raped. Happen. No, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen like no, that. No, no. They don't just rape you in the shower for fun. No, not at all. They don't. That, that's gay. A lot of a lot of them prison gangs don't do that gay shit. You'll get fucked up bad by other members. No, in the by gang? your members. Oh, if, okay. Like if me, like if they caught me fucking around with a dude, they'll fucking stab me. They're not gonna. They're not just gonna be like, hey, check in. No, they're gonna fucking stab me. They're gonna kill me because they don't want to be associated with that. Yeah. But now there are gangs that you mentioned. I don't want to go through them because I don't want to be in a list. The DC Blacks. I'll say it. <sighs> that that condone that. Oh yeah, they're fucking disgusting. Why do they do that? I don't know, because they're fucking disgusting. Are they able to take out after independent whites? <clears throat> I mean, they can, but you're going to, I mean, they can, but they don't look for that. They don't try to fuck dudes that are clicked up. They try to fuck vulnerable dudes that, weirdos that nobody, you know what I mean? You got to be super, super vulnerable for that to happen. What does it mean to check my papers? So if Jim goes to prison, you're going to check my papers. What is that? What do you mean when you say you gotta that? Check your paperwork. You got to see if you if you cooperated or did anything type of shit like that. Like um, if I'm a narc? Yeah. Okay. You're a rat. What or, or, or what if else you got is checked bad? in um if you got checked in at another yard. Like let's say you came from another yard, but your your people checked you in or you told What's that mean some, checked in? You checked you in. They told you you can't be in this yard no more. You got to go. You got to leave. So I did something, didn't pay, ratted somebody out. I did something negative in another part of the prison, and now I'm with you guys, and you're like, you suck. Yeah. Well, your people will do that. You know, you got you to gotta check every type of background. So, you, you know, you start asking questions. Oh, where are you coming from, homeboy? Oh, I'm coming from over here. Oh, yeah. See, like with us, we got phone. See, it's fucked up because this whole technical technology shit just, we don't even see, we don't even, even see, we don't have to see your paperwork. All we need is your name and number. Okay. So we check out why you're here. Okay, boom, this food. Doo, 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 doo. All right, cool, that pans out. And then you just go on certain websites. And, Are if, there p- and if once his paperwork is good, okay, his paperwork's good. So now where is he coming from? What has he done in the prison system? So now you're going, well, so where you been? So you start kind of talking to him and he starts opening up and, oh, I was over here. If he's, listen, if he's, if he's no good, he'll start like trying to change the subject He'll like, um, his stories won't add up, you know, because you'll ask him the same thing here, 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 and other homies will too. That's what we do. 
okay, five of you go ask, you know, you do it today, you do it tomorrow, you do it the next day. Right. We want to see if the stories pan out the same. What what would be? But most dudes, most dudes would be like, yeah, I was with the homie over here, you know, hey, yeah, hey, I got some. Because when they know you're, because once you're always, you're always being sent with something like a kite, like, let's say like, um, like, um, hey, they'll send you a kite, a little, little piece of paper and you'll hide it in your property and it's got like, if you know somebody and they know where you're going, because sometimes you'll know where you're going, you can get go- guards will tell you where you're going. You'll get like a voucher, a kite is a voucher to say that this guy's okay. Yep. Or you can get like a kite that has um, all these people's names. That go are talk no, to these people, they'll accept no, you. No, that are no good. Oh, so you'll get set kites from other yards saying these guys that are coming to your yard are shit. Are shit, yes. Okay. We know is there a there. crime that you can go to prison with that will cause you a lot of trouble? Yeah, sex offender. Any kind of sex offender? Any kind of sex offender. So if you're a prost, say you're a pimp. Uh, it just depends which car. Um, I, with me, I don't really care for them. Okay. It's not my thing. What if it's uh? What but, if so? I what mean, if they're like? What if they molested or killed kids? Oh yeah, you're a piece of shit. You're getting fucked up <laughs> right off the rip. Yeah, you're, you described a situation to me because you said that one of the ways. We were talking about tattoos. Now, if you were to see Junior right now, when I first met him, he had a couple tattoos, was no big deal. But now he's sleeved from ankle to hip. And the only way that you can get a tattoo is to get, I, I don't want to go into the particulars or the specifics, but basically you have to do something valuable for the gang in order to get tattoos, right? Well, when it comes to us, yes. Okay, when it comes for your to group. Other, when it comes to other groups, no. You know, like the white boys... Um, they got a thing called the swastika, the swa- the swastika or the lightning bolts, the two S's. Yep. Well, I would want those. <laughs> well, Jesus. to get, I know for a fact that to get those, you know, you see all these white boys with lightning bolts, and right. it's just like I know for a perfect fact from a couple of dudes. I can't say who they are, and I can't say what gang they're from, but they're from a California white gang, and you you got an assault another race to get those. Okay. You just can't put those on you, you know, and that's the problem with gangs nowadays in prison is that everybody's just getting whatever they want on them. Like with us, you got to earn them. You can get tattoos. You can get your name or your your right. daughter's name, shit like that. But when you look at my legs, I mean, you know, I have certain things on my legs that mean, mean certain, certain things. things. Okay. And if you've been in prison or you're around that lifestyle, just by looking at my legs, you'll know, okay, yeah. That's a bad motherfucker right there. You know what I mean? <laughs> he was talking <laughs> that when you see a guy who's got bad paper, you get super excited because it's your chance I to don't. prove yourself. I don't, but most of the guys do, the young guys. <laughs> what did you You were like, please, Jesus, <laughs> don't ask you for much. Let this guy be dirty. Yeah. The guys, that's what the guys do. You that's gotta, they're hyenas, up. dude. They're, right. they're a pack of fucking wolves, man. These guys got nothing to do. You got to understand, when you get to prison... Uh, there's really, there's all you could do is work out, you know, hit the yard, do this, do that, get tatted. You know, we don't, we got guys that get high. Every car does. We, every car has a piece of shit in them. They got guys that run up bills. Guys that are just fuck ups. Always right. in trouble. Always drinking. You know, shit like that. Every car has them. But, um, but we take, you know, if he fucks up, he knows what he's got coming. That's why when somebody comes in and it's like, hey, who do I talk to? And, oh, there he is right there. And hey, I want to run with you guys. I always tell him, take your time. Because <laughs> of the Look investigation around. or what? 
No, because our car is a hard car to be in. We demand the highest, most respect. I mean, we're like the Secret Service, dude. We demand highest. You're, you're going to be on a pedestal, and you're going to... We demand certain things. Like, we don't associate with African-Americans. We don't associate with sex offenders. We don't associate with certain type of people. That's just the way is it is. Is it that racist in prison? Yes. Yes, it is. So the sex offender, how many people will beat the sex offender up before he's transferred Everybody. to a different yard? Uh, just the one time. All you got to do is get him one time or threaten him or if he checks himself in. But see, the problem with thing is now is that you hit most lows now, FCI lows, they're full of sex offenders. What is FCI lows? Federal criminal, What's, what does that uh, mean? Federal correctional institution. Okay. So all, the majority of all the lows now have sex offenders. So they're there. So you really can't smash them. Now, if they get out of pocket, then yeah, you can fuck them up, but... What does they, out of pocket mean? Like if they get stupid, say something stupid or try to okay. do something like, like, hey, you can't use that phone, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? That's your phone over there. That's the one that that sucks. That's your phone. Are all of that. So is everything in prison, the bathrooms, the timey showers, all of that stuff spoken for TV time, um, certain no. chairs? No, like no, that? no, not at all. The, the chairs. Yeah. And the TV rooms. Yeah. Every car has their chairs. Where's Where's Jim go to get a chair in the in the TV room? Well, do you I not to get you, to watch TV? Well, if you I didn't gang up, what do I do? You don't get to watch TV, my friend. Fuck, so I got to join a gang to watch TV? Yes. You guys are strict. Yeah. You're really strict. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Because the TV rooms are taken. What are you going to do about it? Nothing. That's what I meant. Am I now raped because I don't no. have any affiliation? No, I just no. don't get to watch TV. You just don't get, you don't get to do a lot of things. So I'm kind of compelled to join a gang. Yes. Can you, a white guy join a black gang? You can, but oof. <laughs> Can a white guy join a, a Spanish gang oh, or Mexican gang? Yeah, we got plenty of white boys. All right. But like I said, I tell people, listen, I I tell guys when they come in and they, you know, oh, you know, I want to I run homie. That's what they call us, homies. I want to run homies, what I'd say. Homie. I want to run homie. I Do run I have to guys. change the way I talk or can I talk nerdy mm, like you this? You can talk nerdy all you want. It's just I'd like long, to turn just I would as, like to listen, turn homie. Just as long as you follow the rules. Okay. Your paperwork's good. And when it's time to go, you go. That's all we ask. Time of to you. go mean time to fight or defend our turf. Yeah. Really, you're defending more times than not money, right? Yeah. Of course. And even a small altercation you said that doesn't seem meaningful is other people testing your resilience to Pretty see much. if they can take more from you. Yeah. And that's why it's so territorial in prison is that if some guy touches you, for instance, and you don't do something about it, they wonder, <laughs> has the group gotten soft enough where they can take your card table or take your cooking or taking your whatever, right? Yeah, I know you're rolling it. He's, he rolls his eyes a lot at me because I put it in the super square way. But, uh, <coughs> oh, allergies oh. are getting to you. No longer in Texas, my man. <coughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, I told you. <sighs> I told you. Did you take that Benadryl I gave you? Yeah, yesterday. Probably have to do it again today. Yeah, you might have to do it again today because it's kind of a warm day. <clears throat> All yeah. those molds and shit are coming out. Yeah. Okay, so... There is a way to get through prison without being raped, without being in a gang, and without being murdered. Does Would you say that just about every guy that goes to prison, though, ends up in some sort of fight? Nah, not really. Not really. Okay. No. Well, that's, that's way different than what we've been led to believe. Yes. How about, was it, it was, are the circumstances that you're telling me about, because you've been to a, a few prisons, either through transfer or <clears throat> whatever. Diesel therapy, yeah. It, it, are they all the same? Are they all pretty much the same rules like yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. The rules follow every every prison. The only thing different is like, um, 
just what's allowed in the yard, what's not allowed in the yard. It depends who has a yard. Some guys will let you, some of the speakers there will allow you to do business with other people. Some of them, oh, you don't got to do that. Oh, you don't have to do this or you don't have to do that. But for our car, it's pretty much the same rules. You got to follow the same rules. See, because if, if you go to a yard for a year, like with like, uh, here's a perfect example. When we go to the TV, like for us, once you get up, like we can't walk to the shower with our slippers on. You got to wear your boots or your shoes. You take them off there. You put your shower shoes on. You go take a shower. You come back. You get out the shower. You dry out. You put your fucking boots or shoes on. Because you're always ready to go. Yes, you got to be. And then you, when you go to the TV room or to go get the hot water or anything, once you step out of your little little room, you have to have shoes. So be dressed and be ready, be organized and be Your together. bed has to be made. Once that light comes on, you need to be up. You is cannot it be, take naps. Is it because you guys are trying to set a level, level of civility that otherwise wouldn't exist in prison? No, that's just us. Other cars don't do that. I, I know, but what I want to know is why do you do it and other cars don't? What is the methodology behind being presenting yourselves like that? Because we want to be presented as the best. Almost military like, or it what? It is military like. It is military. Because we all lined up. We all line up. We all do the, the shoulder to shoulder thing when you take your arm out. Really? And we do burpees all together. And so you seem like an army in prison. We are an army. Okay. I told you we're the Secret Service. We're the best of the <laughs> well, best. Well, I'm trying to paint a picture for people. Yeah. How about? I mean, listen. You. Can, how about you something very, <clears throat> very, very non-gang? Just something everybody has to do. What does it take to shit and shower in prison? It depends where you're at. Um, some, if you're in a cell, yep. you, you know, you, you, am I in front of everybody going to the bathroom? Not when you're in a cell, it's just you and your celly. It's a, it's a bunk bed. So you and another guy are in. Yeah. When you're in there, you pretty much, you got to keep your shit tight. You got to keep your shit clean. Um, you know, you, you got to have a common respect. Like, um, well, I know we have different schedules. Like mm-hmm. when I was, when I, when I was, I had my celly, I had different schedules. Like I would be gone all morning. Mm-hmm. And then he would be gone, and then he, he I'd give him his time in the cell. His, his, okay, his so you guys person. had your own personal time in the cell. Yes, sir. It's just out of respect, you know what I mean? I would leave because I would, like I said, I'd get up in the morning, go walk for an hour, and then I would go do cardio for an hour, and then I would go do weights. Okay. And then I'd be come back at 10.30, and then at that 10.30, my bunkie already knew I was coming in. So, so by 10.30, whatever private time you need. It's over. It's over. So now... I need my private time because I got to go shower. I got to do, you know, what I got to do. Mm-hmm. So he gets out. He goes to the TV room, sits there. Ah, I go shower, clean up, boom, boom, boom. So the then, dignity that you're able to find in prison, because you're a guy. Guys have private time. Yeah, jerking And off. guys have bathroom habits. A yes. lot of people wouldn't want to go number two in front of everybody. Can you draw a shade or something so everybody's yeah, not looking we, at yeah, you in the bathroom? Yeah, you, you put a sheet up. What happens when you're in the middle of the night and you got to go to the bathroom? You put the sheet up and you got to go. You got to go. Do you just stand there and go number one and no big deal? No, you don't stand. You, you squat. You Listen, I don't give a fuck who it is or what tough guy prisoner tells you, oh, I don't, I don't fucking sit down to pee. Women say, all of them do because you don't want it to splash on, the, on your floor and it smells like fucking urine. And then you have to clean. You buy hand sanitizer. You, you have somebody steal. You bleach from the fucking facilities or a cleaning solution and you, and you spray you get a, you have them steal your spray bottle and, and you spray. Even though if you even though if you're sitting, are you are you sitting regular? No, you're sitting forward towards forward. Like let's say like you know how you sit to your back to the toilet. Yeah, to the sit, tank. You know, yeah, you sit forward. 
You sit towards the tank. Yeah, your face. And that's just to keep splash down or what? Yeah, keep it splashing down. Yes, and flushing at all times. You flush a lot? Yeah. Really? Eight to ten times. I didn't, I've never seen that. I've never seen anything where a prisoner was facing the tank to go to the bathroom. Yeah, well, of course not because all the TV shit is fake. Right. And so then you have to clean the whole toilet every time you want to use it? Yeah. You got to spray it down and get some toilet paper and fucking clean it. (laughs) Is everybody pissed if your little stomach's sick and the whole fucking cell smells from your ass? Well, no, because you're sick. We under- so everybody's understands. Of course, you okay. got to understand that. I mean, it's, it, well, I'm just yeah. trying to paint a picture. Yeah, here. I know what? it's just unhuman. Do you have a sh- to be mad at him? Is there a shower in the cell? No, showers are usually um, downstairs. Is it just it a just big open? Is, is just it a big depends. open shower place, or do you have stalls? Do you have curtains? You have is curtains. there any privacy? Uh, some of some. Of, well, it just depends where you are. Like I said, um, where I've been at, you've had curtains mm-hmm. or stalls. Stuff like that. Um, you mentioned one toilet in Indiana where you guys were just open toilets, no walls. Oh yeah, no when privacy. I was in when I was in Terre Haute, Indiana, the medium, um, they had. Um, I was in C unit C seventy four. I was in C unit room seventy four. They didn't have pissers or, or anything, so you got to go take a piss mm-hmm. downstairs. And downstairs, you have like a wall where there's mirrors on this side, mirrors on this side, and the shitters are like, the wall goes up to like your shoulder length, not even that. Okay. And you're just shitting. So the only privacy you have is just a little wall, basically, so they can't look at your whole body while you're going yeah, to Yeah, but you can see from your See smelling here and everything else. Of course. Terrible. Yeah, terrible. But it is what it is, prison. Do you think that when they treat people like that for quote-unquote security reasons that it brings sort of an animal quality out of the of course. inmates? Of like course. Like a feeling that you're not You don't meaningful? give a fuck. Yeah, you know, it's just what it is, man. You now, just, I, you showed me a bunch of pictures of guys that you knew in prison, and I'm, I have to apologize. You all have the same haircut, wearing the same clothes, and then you're all Mexican, so it's kind of hard for me to pick them out. Not all of them. I saw the one black guy and the one short, tough guy that looked like a tenacious. You had a guy in one of those pictures that was just tore up, and he looked like he was about 5'6", five, 5'5", five, five, and he looked like like the Wolverine. Like He looked like a, like he would just fuck people up. Yeah, he does. He's a beast. I bet he is. He's a beast. The shorter guys, too, they don't yeah. take any shit. Oh, no. He'll fuck you. Yeah. He's the first to go. He looks scary. Yeah. The bigger guys, little even G. though they were all built and big dudes, yeah. they felt like they, they might have been a little easier going no. than that tenacious little guy. No. Everyone in that picture is just like me, ready to go, zero to 100. We don't just take anybody, Jim. We take the best of the best. Let Can me Jim say this be again. friends with you in prison? Can you be friends with white Jim? Yeah. As long as your paperwork's good, I can be friends with you, Jim. You did say something to me when we were talking over the phone. I was like, man, I'd have a terrible candy addiction in prison. And you said, don't accept any food. Yeah. Why? Because you just don't. Some people, there's predators in there. They see you. They see you're not clicked up. They'll try to give you, hey, you want something to eat? or hey, Which I would totally be drawn into, right? Yes. So, so a guy, so I'm like, man, all I really want is some Reese's peanut butter cups. And I come back to my cell, and I was like, hey, this is Jared. I got you some Reese's peanut well, butter cups. Well, it just cups. depends. Well, they don't have any Reese's peanut butter cups. Fuckers. Okay, but let's just say a, some Reese's peanut butter cups are on my pillow. What could that mean? No, that means, yeah, you don't take it. Why? Because that means you, then you owe that man something. What do I usually owe him if I take well, it? Well, just maybe he maybe just wants to cuddle. <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe, really? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a sex it's, thing? It's a sex thing. If someone leaves something in your pillow, it's a sex thing. Okay, do not accept food in prison on your pillow ever. Is there a time I can accept food? Um, I would just run it by your, your friends. Or if you, <laughs> I would be like this. If you're running, but I don't know anybody, 
right? I'm if you the don't first know, week in. Okay, if you're the first week in, don't accept shit. Don't anything. Won't people be offended that I don't want the nope. other half of their biscuit? No, because, nope, because you're going to say, no, thank you. You're going to be respectful about it. Okay. Everything is about respect, people, so just be respectful about it. Just be like, no, thank you. I appreciate it. No, I'm good. Thank you. Always say thank you. What about please. deodorant, shaving cream, razor? Uh, they'll give you that. They give you they give the, the when you come in. They give you all that stuff. Is there something that I could do if I was in my cell and had my cell partner there that would be the wrong thing to do? What if he wants to give me food or something? Can I take that, or is that a big uh, mistake? I would figure out who he is and who he runs with, okay. and everything. What kind of a, a person he is? So accepting anything typically has some sort of price, unless they know oh, you really well. Yeah, or you're part of their crew. How do you make money in prison? Lots of ways. Is it cash? Like you're able to have large amounts of cash? It's stamps, forever stamps. It's a a book of stamps. Some yards can run you between $4 all the way up to $7. So, okay. It's 20 stamps for a book. So let's say I buy a burrito from you or a pack of cigarettes. What's a pack of cigarettes cost? Oh, shit, a lot. Um, Well, not not lately because, gosh, it's, it's fucking bad in there now. It's gotten worse. I don't know, maybe like three books, five books. So almost thirty dollars for a pack of cigarettes. About thirty feet. It just depends how much the book is. Like where I was at, a book was seven seven dollars. So a pack of cigarettes was costing you about five books. Fuck, thirty five bucks. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's say for argument's sake that I sell you that pack of cigarettes and I have thirty five dollars in books, which I can now trade around the yard for other things. Yes. But what if I've got a family out? How do I convert those books to money? You, first of all, you got five books. Five books ain't really shit. So they'll just be like, <laughs> dudes are mostly when you're trying to do that type of transaction, it's got to be a hundred bucks and up. Okay. So it's got to be at least five to 700 bucks. Yeah. And then they'll do the transaction for you. But when you do that type of thing, when it's a send out, it drops a dollar. Okay. So you lose a percentage for the current conversion. Conversion. Yes, sir. So let's say uh, like with me, when I used to do that type of shit, I would drop it like me because it was such a large amount. I would drop it to five dollars. Okay, so you were making two bucks out of the seven for yourself for the yeah. conversion, and the people on the outside are just selling stamps to people. Then no, I'm selling them to other people like bookies, people that run tickets. Uh, just to have men. the conversions, mm-hmm. ju- just to yeah. have the currency available in prison. Okay, like um, we had, we didn't have poker tables there at at the spot, the last spot I was at. We had, what did we have? We had a ticket. Mm-hmm. A gambling ticket, but we only came out for football in college, mm-hmm. NFL. We had a, a fantasy football league. We had um, um, uh, cell phone time. We had a bunch of cell phones where we rented out the time, right? Which is every fifteen minutes. We meaning the prison in general. We don't want to incriminate anyone. No, yeah, the right. prison in general. Um, uh, let's see what else. Um, drugs. So all right, so we have these things. We have a store. Like we buy, uh, we, we, we get, I get, I'll send $300 to five different guys mm-hmm. and they all go to the store that day and we all come back and make a store. And now we selling everything that commissary has. Ah, Junior's a smart motherfucker. And now. At a premium. Yeah. And now at, at, a, at a VIG. What happens though to the people that, so the people that are converting their outside money to books so they can do, do transactions within the prison, right? how then do they take that money back out from the books to the outside to convert it to Because they have somebody on the outside. Like, okay, here's an example. Let's say you come out to me and you're like, Junior, I want to buy a hundred books. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, 
I give you, I take you with me. Mm-hmm. We go to a cell phone. You call your people. And you tell your people, I give you a piece of paper. And I tell you, this is the name and number that I want you to give it to. And you're going to Western Union it to them. So 700 bucks goes into somebody's account. They get the books into prison. They, so now they have, I have the books already. I have, I got so many books. I have books. That's, that's the currency. Okay. So, you you, what I'm so saying? as people are coming and going, you're converting it so that they have their in-prison currency. And we already have got prison. it on the outside. The prison currency has been like that since decades, my friend. Has it? Okay. Yes. Nothing has changed for decades. These rules have been there since the fucking 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. And because 80s. there's always somebody coming in and somebody going out, you can convert your money. Yes. I get it. How many yeah. people leave prison every day out of your unit? Is it, are, there, are there more people, people that are there forever or is there a lot of movement? A lot of movement. People go to the shoe. People get transferred. Uh, people drop down. Like um, just a transfer. You know what I mean? Or people are going to like um, another closer to home. I want to say per se, or, or break up their time and go somewhere else. You guys had really nice shoes and clothes in prison. Commissary. They sell like they sell boots. They sell two different type of boots. Three, four different kind of sneakers. Uh, shorts like the shorts I'm wearing right now. Yeah. Um, t-shirts, socks. Or basketball under. shorts, basically. Yeah. Yeah. T-shirts, socks. You never imagined that was what it was. I always see flip-flops and what looks like, you know, orderly that's, yeah, wear. Yeah, but that's county. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's county jail. That's not prison. That's not federal prison. It's how often do they go and just take your books? Like, if you have a bunch of books on you, how often do the guards come in and just take all the books? They won't take them. Because you run the prison. That's right. How often do other gangs try to break in and steal your stuff? They don't. Because... You're, if you steal, you're getting fucked up. No matter who you are, like let's say somebody in my car steals, mm-hmm. we, we we're punishing them. You guys will punish them. Will all of the other groups no. decide that that's not the way things are done and punish the person as well, or what? No, you can't like touch a, my. Is there like a central code that everybody agrees that person sucks? Yeah, everybody has an agreement that you don't steal in your unit. So or do we have rules in the unit that the guys see? Um, so if you steal, you get caught stealing, you got to go. So if it's one of my guys, we'll take care of it. How, if, in, how involved is your, is the warden involved? Never there. And does he question people and are all never there. You can't even get a fucking word into that cocksucker. Never there. Never there. What about the people in prison that are trying to rehabilitate you? Like when you knew you were going to go home, I was trying to get things organized and you were going to get out in November and all of a sudden, nope, January, it just suddenly changed. No, nope, yeah. we're not, there's no room for you. Yeah, just the way it is. And you were like, oh, it's no big deal, you know, whatever. And I was like, but you thought you were leaving. Yeah, well, I'm not, so I'm here. And I was like, aren't you upset? And you're like, no, it's just the way it goes. Yeah, you just get used to... Disappointment's always a a good thing when it comes to staff. It didn't seem like when you were going to be released from prison that there were any of the opportunities, any of the reform, any, any, any mechanisms in place that were going to help you succeed. No. And when, and when you got out of prison... Do we need to say anything more about prison, or did you feel like we covered it all? Um, what, did I leave anything out? Was is there a question I should have asked you about prison? No, because there's some I can't answer. Some I, you can't answer? Yeah, there's a lot of shit I can't answer. Okay. When it has to do with like my car, I, I can only answer like little petty shit, but all right. the other stuff I just... Can you sleep in in prison? No. You can't? Well, so you got to be up can. at a certain time? We, well, other cars can. We can't. Your group was military-like and up, but uh, <clears throat> like, how long can a prisoner sleep in before he's got to stand and be counted or whatever? They do count uh, Monday through Friday. They do count unless it's a holiday or they fucking close the yard down or something happens. And 
they do upper body checks or you know they do a fucking um a census count which is uh they they stop every all the movements and they they say to see if they catch anybody out of bounds mm-hmm. real quick like the captain or the lieutenant he's feeling froggy today and he wants to show his authority so census count you know what i mean right um that but regularly man shit they they pretty much stand up counts is like at four and then ten you know sure. what i mean so after that you're you know 12 o'clock they count you in your room while you're fucking sleeping or just sitting there reading or whatever but you're in your bunk how um, many how, how often does so so you get twice a day get woken up you can just stay in bed all day long every day you'd have to get up and get counted and then you could yeah. go crawl back into bed yes well it just do you have to show up to eat do they force you to eat no no um, how often is a person killed in your unit in not in prison? That often, not often, not often. Does the whole thing get locked down if somebody's murdered by the other prisoners? Is it more miserable for the rest of you if that happens? Yeah. It well, is. no, you just get on lockdown. You get put on lockdown. Like you, you just, you're in your unit for like months. Do they often, you're in your unit for months. Yeah. No yard time, nothing for months. No. Cause somebody got murdered. Now, yeah, if somebody gets barely ever happens. If somebody gets stabbed or beaten up, does that same thing happen? Yeah, but for a shorter time. Shorter time. Do they often catch the people that murder in prison, and they do more time? Is it often that they're caught? Sometimes. Sometimes they get away with it. I, um, it just depends. Okay. It depends. Like it, they'll do an investigation. It just depends. Do they know, care enough to really investigate it? Is it is it like you well, see they, where all of a sudden there is? Well, no. Once listen. Once you when you fight somebody. You're good, but once you use a lock, once you use a weapon mm-hmm. of any sort, or you stab somebody, lock somebody, hurt somebody, then you're no longer. You're looking at a new charge. You might be looking. If you're looking at a new charge, you're no longer the warden or any of them are going to come talk to you. You're you're waiting for the FBI to come see you. Oh no shit! Yeah, you'll be sitting there. Ooh, wow, wow. Is it easy to come across a weapon in prison? Yeah. Make a prison. Prison. Okay, hell yeah. It's easy to make a prison. All right, and then. Uh, how about holidays? This is a stupid question, so stop grinning. Do you guys like give Christmas presents and shit on Christmas Day? Or is that what I'd be like? I'd be the guy showing up with a Santa hat and everybody's like, what are you doing? Pretty much. (laughs) No, like like during the holidays, everybody's, you know, your car, like your car is getting ready to cook with everybody. Like Mm -hmm. your whole, excuse me, all your people are... Like with us, like uh, Christmas, Christmas Eve, we'll either cook the twenty that weekend. Mm-hmm. It'll be that weekend. We'll cook, so all everybody gets a list. You'll make a list. Like what I'll do is I'll have a each floor have made a list. So we'll make a, like I'll be in charge of making the list for our floor, like a shopping list. Yes. Okay. So everybody, and if, if they, you know, some of the guys don't have any money, mm-hmm. or like like with us on the first floor, we didn't have that many guys there. So and I had I had the speaker there. So he'd be like, just make the list. Oh, cool. Nobody. So, so there was some giving. Always did you, giving. Did you no, ever? We're, we're, we're the most giving. Did we're you giving. ever give to other races? Blacks, no, whites, never. Asians? Never. Never. So, was, all of the giving happened within your group of guys. Yeah. Uh, and, and you really, you could talk to these other races, but not much. No, you can. It's just, um, you just try to. I mean, you do business with a lot of other people, but like me, I just don't like doing it. It's okay. just because it's sooner or later, there's always something going bad or like a misunderstanding i just try to avoid all that type of shit man i just you is know. it is it cultural for you like what because i don't hear you speak well of many other races truthfully yeah uh, you could say you're racist more racist than before you went to prison yeah yes why did that happen because just it's just they, they make it that way 
Their you behavior go, is just that appalling to you that you just don't trust them in general, period, no, across the board? No, it's just, it's just the way they divide you. Okay, when you go to Chow Hall, we have our chairs. Um, the Baisas have their chairs. Every different car, the black sit over here, the white sit over here. These people sit here. The Texas guys sit here. These guys sit here. Everybody has their section. You're, you're segregated. You understand what I'm saying? Deliberately. Deliberately. No, we do not deliberately. Prisoners segregate themselves. It's it's been like that before I ever even went to prison, so I so can't it's really already there. It's you already just there. step in line. Yeah. And did these you these are your chairs? This is your table. This is you could only sit in this table. Do not sit there. Definitely don't sit over there. Don't sit over there. This is your chairs. You know what I mean? How about sports? When did you could you play sports in prison? Yeah. Softball, or is it segregated as well? Softball. No. Yeah, it's, it's segregated. So the blacks have their own couple Team, teams, yep. and you have your own couple yep. teams, and there are mixed teams. Team. Yep. There's a couple of mixed teams, yes. Were they better than everyone else? More uh, open-minded? More liberal, maybe? No. No. Are most of the sex offenders moved to their own yard then after they get beat up and shit, or do you guys tolerate them? No. Do they have their own team? No, they're not allowed to play. They're not allowed to play. They're not allowed to do anything. Are there? Are there? Are there? Is there a strong gay population that's out and gay? And there's a lot of fags dig- in prison. Dignified, or is it? F- Sorry, gay people. There's a lot of fags <sighs> in prison. Yeah, he's a little rough around the edges, folks. There's a lot of gay. Are there's they respected? Of, or are they terrorized? They're not terrorized. You just don't fuck with them. Okay. Because there's a lot of dudes. <laughs> let me tell you, there's a lot of dudes in there that fake the funk, man. There's a lot of dudes that. This is the one thing I always hear, and I and I always I I'm 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 such a dick. So, oh man, that dude became gay in prison. No, he did not. You don't just come to prison and decide. Hey, I like to have my dick sucked by another man. <laughs> no, you were doing that shit when you were in the free world, my friend. Because all them little you're not a you're not a kid. You're a grown man. Right. All them little habits you have, you already had them little habits. A dolphin's always going to be a dolphin. A liar's always going to be a liar. A piece of shit will always be a piece of shit. That's just it's, well, again, well. Obviously, if you're gay before you come to prison, you're gay. You have yeah. gay tendencies. So there's guys that come in there, and all of a sudden you start seeing this little weird shit, and you're like, okay. And then all of a sudden he's gay. He's got some really flamboyant, faggot-looking motherfucker that's like a girl because he's so gay. And then you know, and you're just like. That's just disgusting. I feel like that guy would be in trouble. No, because he's not part of... Listen, if you're not part of my car, I don't care. Okay. If you're not doing harm to my car or you're not disrespecting my car, it's none of my business. It's good to hear. That's some yeah. civility. What yeah. I, I'm going to ask you two more things and we're going to get out of here, okay? Okay. This is just a weird question. And you may or may not have any information on it. What level of prison were you in again? Were you in a maximum security prison? No. I, I went from... I did... Shit, I was from the medium all the way to the camp. Okay, so I never made a USP. Thank God. What (laughs) happens in a is a maximum security prisons reserved for just people that did murder? No, no, no. You could get five years. It just it just depends on your level, your level on your chart, felony level. Yeah, it just depends on your level. Some you got guys that are doing. So did you have murderers in your prison? Well, yeah. Okay, so I just wanted to check before I ask this question. Because you got to understand, a lot of my guys are gang members in the world, so they probably killed somebody outside in the world did or you, hurt somebody. Did you have a serial, like a known serial killer in your prison? Uh, that you can think of? Somebody that was throat mm, killing? No. Did you know of a serial killer in other prisons or have any information about serial killers? Um, what I'm, curious, what I'm yeah. driving at is, what is somebody like that? How is that, that person treated? 
I don't know. I've never been around that type of person. I'm guessing he would probably just be treated like whatever. If he's got, I mean, if he's a serial killer, I mean, they'll just probably leave him alone. I don't think he would be, I don't know. I don't think he, I think he would be somewhere like, like a protective yard. Okay. Like a yard that's built. They'll put him somewhere where he, he they know where to put him. What happens when special needs people go to prison? Oh, they'll probably, man, it's bad. Like what would happen to my brother? My, bro- my, my brother is, he's, uh, we take care of him, my wife and I, and he, I've mentioned him before. He's got uh, fetal alcohol syndrome and a lot of other issues from his birth mom, uh, who's not my mom. So we adopted him at birth, and uh, he became too much for my parents to take care of, and so I've been taking care of him now for about the last 12 or 13 years. And he has got, uh, he's got uh, some adaptive learning problems, and he's... He's high functioning, but he's a ton of work and he's easily duped and his reason's not that great. And yeah. what would somebody like him, what would happen to him in prison? Well, it's hard to say, man. It's just knowing me, knowing your brother, because I know him. Yep. I know what kind of an idiot he is. <laughs> he would probably, you God, know. Rough Jr. <laughs> yeah. Well, Go ahead. Go ahead. He would probably get beat up. All the time? Well, no, he would get beat up and then checked in and he'd be going from yard to yard until they finally put him probably at a medical place or maybe a, some kind of like psychotic or place, think, a place where he can. Where he wouldn't get beat up or where, where they could handle him. OK, you know what I mean? But would he live that long? Do you he, think well, he would live long enough to just make depends, a special yard? It just depends on who he fucked with and what he said and what he did okay. and how far that guy's willing to take it, I guess. I mean, that's the best answer I can give you. If the guy knows, hey, this guy's fucked up, he's not all. I mean, you know, you could tell, I mean, hey, the kid's not all there. You know, hey, you guys need, let's just punch him up a little bit and send him on his way. And then SIS will be like, hey, what happened? Yeah, that kid's, there's something wrong with him. And then they'll do a background check and be like, yeah, this kid shouldn't be here. Then they'll send him to the right place. Okay. But like I said, it just depends. He could really fuck with the wrong guy and he's just having a really fucked up day and just took it a little bit overboard. It just you don't ever know, man. I get it. That's why, like I said, when I went to prison, I I secluded myself from everybody because I've seen dudes. You know, you got guys that got girlfriends and baby mamas and all this other shit. And they're on, Friday night, <laughs> they're on that phone. I get it. Yeah. And you gotta understand, man. You're with somebody and you're about to do ten plus years. Listen, unless you really have a loyal woman that's willing. To go buy several toys and maybe get a girl and eat her out or something. I don't know. Wow. Do the scissors. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, She's probably going to cheat on you. Yeah. Because I don't know many women that can go 10 years without some dick. Or or that affection they need from a man. Because women are very, you know. Yeah. While people in general crave attention and affection. So the best thing, my advice is leave everybody alone. Yeah. You dumped everybody. Yeah. Many of your friends even you just stopped talking to. You just let the outside world be the outside world world. and did your time. Yeah, it's the best time I ever did. Okay, it's my last question. And you can answer this however you want to. Because I I know that this isn't something you enjoy talking about. So I really appreciate you coming on the show and talking to us. Because a lot of people have no idea the things you're saying. I mean, you're giving us a lot of real straight talk about what goes down. And I want to talk to you again when you've gotten some time to assimilate because you they, they sent you to a halfway house for a few months and you didn't have a lot of freedoms there. It was designed to have you get a job and get your life straightened out, but there was so much bureaucracy and they screwed your paperwork up and all of a sudden it ended up being kind of like a mini jail for you. Yeah. <clears throat> I, 
you've been, uh, you and I have been hanging out, taking advantage of you being, you know, out of there now. And it's been yeah. great. It's been great to see you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've been able to connect with some of your friends and stuff. Yeah. And I said, uh, you know, because I worry about you. Yeah. And I want to know how you're doing and what I can do to help you. And we were talking yesterday and, and you said, uh, you said that it was hard to leave prison. Yeah. And what I, next time I talk to you, I, I don't want to talk to you about prison. I want to talk to you about what your new life is like. Okay. Right. Yeah. So before we talk about that in the future. Yeah. I want to know what is troubling you about being free and why it was so hard to leave prison. Uh, leaving because that's, that's all I've known for the last eight years and some change and the camaraderie you built with them guys because those are guys are your friends. I build friendship with them guys. I've been to war with them guys. I know that with them guys, I mean, I I have to basically trust them with everything. My life, everything. Same them too. I built, a lot of them guys are my brothers. I built, I mean, like, we know everything about each other. We know each other. Like, we would kill, I'd kill a motherfucker for them. Period. Okay. Period. That's just how it, I mean, I, it's just, you're so used to that. You're so used to being, I don't know, man. It's just, you get so freaking used to that lifestyle that it says when you get out, it's just, it, you know, you don't know. Did you feel like you lost, like, your family when you left prison? Yeah. Because you got to remember, I wasn't keeping in touch. Maybe you and that's about Well, even me. Even me, we would talk maybe, I would say at first it was every other month. Yeah. And, you know, then, uh, and I think I sort of had to carry myself a certain way for you to want to talk to me. I noticed when I would ask too many questions or I would tell you too much about what was going on around the world, you didn't want to hear that. No. And so I stopped talking about that stuff and you call me more frequently. We talk about different stuff. Yeah. I just, I didn't understand that really until some significant time had gone by and I was working really hard the whole time to try to get you out. But dude, there was no way. Yeah, I know. There was no way you were coming out. Yeah, I know. They had it in for you. Yeah, I know. And whenever you wanted to do something, it could take years to get it in front of anybody's table. And I remember it looked like we were going to get you out earlier than we thought and you were actually able to do something in jail or the law changed or something that made all that work we put in yeah meaningless so i could sense you didn't want to talk to people dude you really didn't want to talk to people and a number of circumstances you had me talk directly to your aunt because you want to talk to people yeah i just don't i just i was in a different world different place so mentally you you get out right you get out of, uh, of prison and now all those guys they're missing you Oh, right? they're missing the shit out of me. And you're missing them. <laughs> yeah, I miss them. I still miss them. And I've told you told, told me many times there wasn't anything that you wouldn't do for these guys. Yeah. And I res- understand and I respect that. But there is a, certainly a sadness when you left jail and a heightened... Oh, yeah. when, when you're out in public with you, there's a heightened vulnerability that you can sense from you that doesn't really exist out here. You understand that. Yeah. But you behave like you're very vulnerable. Like who's coming from where? You size people up. We remember we went to the mall yeah. a couple of days ago. Yeah, and dude, it was t- it was it's like an alpha silverback gorilla walking around a bunch of chipmunks, and the chipmunks are like, "What is that fucking gorilla here? Yeah, what is he so upset about?" Yeah. And we we're just walking around checking out our old mall. I just I don't do people. 
<laughs> you do not at this I just, point. I'm always sizing. I'm always going to look you in your eyes. I just, I'm looking you up and down. It's just, it's a habit. It's a yard habit. It's a, it's a, it's a habit. It's, it's a habit for me to let you know that I'm ready for whatever you're going to bring. Okay. And you, and you better be ready to die when you fuck with me. I, which I totally understand that there. Yeah. But I, I'm trying to change it. How, just, how do you do? How I don't know. I'm what are you? What are you afraid times. of now? Like you, you've lost your, you lost your friends, and I understand that fear has come and gone. You've gotten some adjustment to it. And you're trying to rekindle. I'm just afraid your life. of like I'm gonna fuck up and go back. Like I'm afraid of like somebody's gonna test me. I'm afraid like some like I'm just, I'm just afraid like like that I'm just gonna be like fuck it, and I'm just like ah, because honestly, it's not a big deal to go back. Like I know what it is over there. I know that when I go back over there. I'm back to the same thing. I'm not going to struggle. I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm going to go right back to the position I was at because I'm just that type of dude. You know what yeah. I mean? So, like, and, and that scares me. That fucking scares me. Is it? Is, Which, that's why I don't associate myself with people. Like, like I said, before I left prison, I bought a fucking <laughs> uh, address book from the commissary. And, and all these guys are like, oh, let me get your info. I said, listen, I don't know where I'm going to be. So just give me your info. I'll get a hold of you. It's easier that way. So I got a book of everybody's fucking info, and I just fucking left it there. Because you're afraid you'll go back. Because it's easy. Listen, it's, I can make a phone call right now, <laughs> and I can get whatever I want and the largest quantity I want. Oh, that kind of talk. I understand. You know what I mean? So before you went in, you got all the contact information for the people you could... No, just just not just that type of people, just people that I know that are going to fuck up. I just... I got to set... My, I, I can't be around those types. So you of need people. boundaries. Yes, I need boundaries. Are you going to be able to? Is it? Do you think that? I don't know how to phrase this without sounding ignorant, because obviously, but in your mind, in your heart of hearts, has it felt good to be out of prison? Fuck yeah, it has. Okay, yeah. yeah. At first, no. When I was at the halfway house, I was like, man, I just rather just go back and stay till May second, and then just go straight home. Yeah. But then now that I realize it, it's kind of cool because it kind of just let me. Kind of just think. I'll sit in my room and think a lot to myself and talk to myself a lot and shit like that. And just, you know, and then you coming once in a while picking me up and me going out a little bit here and there. Ouch. Yeah, you were an exceptionally good driver, by the way, when you got out. I know, huh? You parallel parked my truck better than I ever have. Yeah. I was like, Jesus, that's amazing. Programmed. Yeah, yeah right back up on the bike. So I just, you know, and sometimes it's hard. It's hard. Um, I don't know. You know, you get you get a lot of people like, so what's going on now? What are you gonna do now? And it's just like, I don't know. You gotta understand. I still got five years of supervision, so I got that on my back still. So the monkey's not off my back yet. So, and right now, I just feel like everything I do. I know everybody wants me to like move ahead and everything, but I gotta do it day by day. I can't just jump into shit because it's just like shit's overwhelming for me. Okay. Like last night. I was overwhelming. Like last night, I went out with a couple of buddies of mine. A lot of buddies, actually. Yeah. Everybody showed up. Was excited to see. You. It was exciting, but then after a few, like after an hour, I was just kind of, I don't know. I had like a little anxiety. You know what I mean? Like it was a little too much. Did like, you feel like you needed to withdraw from the group? Yeah, I got up and walked out. I kind of faked it. Like this sucks. Sorry, guys. I faked it. Like oh, I got a text, and I went outside for fifteen minutes. And just sat out there and caught my breath and stuff like that, and just came back in, and then you know that's smart. It, you could do that. Yeah, it's just every every time the problem is this: is every time somebody sees me, what's the first questions they want to talk about? 
We all think we're going to prison, Junior. I know, but everybody, ta- everybody, <laughs> I just keep getting reminded of prison. I know. When I'm trying, I'm sorry. To, when about I'm trying that. to forget that, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's just like, it sucks. So then, and then I got Pat's girl telling me, "Okay, this is gonna sound stupid," and and then you're like, "I know everybody's been asking you about, you know, your prison stuff and everything." She's like, "But I'm so curious. Do you mind?" And I don't want to be a dick. No, I and understand. Say no, so yeah. you know what I'm saying. So I'm like, "No, it's okay." So here's me answering all the same stupid ass questions that I just answered. You can direct them the podcast now. Yeah. (laughs) So it's just like, you know, and then disappointing my family, you know, it's just just like, you got to understand people. When I was out and doing all this stuff, I was taking care of a lot of family members. I was doing this, that, this, that. So a lot of them kind of owe. So now, you know. I don't know if they feel obligated or I just, I just don't like, I don't like asking people for shit. I just don't like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just gets to the point where it's just like, but I know now that I need to, I yes. need to let people help me Yes, because that's the only way I'm going to succeed. Yes. And I just got to think, like you say, think out of the box. And for me to do that, I think I'm, I'm making the right steps by moving towards this way. You know what I mean? So I can do this. I think this right here is actually uh, helps me talking about shit. You'd be, you'd be surprised how, Talking about stuff really helps, you know what I mean? And just staying away from all them other people is just... It sounds like a lot of those other people are good people. They're good people. They just just make bad decisions. You're afraid. I can see why you're afraid because you're suspicious when you see the same names and faces coming back into prison and they describe to you how they got caught or what happened. And it doesn't take it much. No. It doesn't take much to go right back to prison. I can hop in a car with... with, Let's say one one of my homeboys that just got out of prison... And he's off a of paper, mm-hmm. and I hop in the car with him, and he has a bag of weed, or he has a gun on him, or anything. I'm going back to prison. <laughs> yeah. So you know what I mean. So it's, it's one of those things where I just like, it's not really me. It's I can't trust those people. I don't know what they're doing. I have no idea what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like you got. That's why I always tell people when you're around me, there's certain things I can't do. So. If you'd be doing those things, just please not be around me. Well, I would tell you and anybody else that can identify with what's gone on here with, with my good friend, do not count on anything or anybody right. to, to pull you out of this yeah. situation you're in. You can trust your friends and people that owe you favors and things, but in terms of society or bureaucracy or government, yeah. giving you the tools that you need to get it from where you are to the next level, yeah. it's not there. Yeah. You're going to have to talk to guys like me right. and our other buddies who have little businesses right. and little things. that Because having a felony is not the end of your life. No. Being a drug dealer doesn't mean you can't do the things that you want to do in your oh, future. Yeah, They'd course. have you believe that there's all of these doors closed to you. Yeah. But in all honesty, those doors were never doors you wanted to open anyway. Right. You never wanted to be a government employee or a postman. You right. didn't want to do that. No. The things that you want to do are open to you. Yeah. You just got to let the rest of us participate if we can, yeah, and and be, be optimistic, and you will you will have the next conversation we have will be either a conversation about uh, what you might what you could have done a little differently to get right. where you wanted to go, or you're right. going to be well on your way. As long yeah. as you don't sit on your hands, I won't be having a an update with lifer saying, "Well, didn't work out." <laughs> He's sitting in jail. <laughs> nah, I can't. I I already like I got that. Like I said, you already know what you're going to do when you get out of prison. Like I said, in prison, you get so many connections, man. You meet so many people. You meet mafia dudes, cartel dudes, gang leaders, uh, dudes that are doing... I mean, fucking for Christ's sake. Sorry, Denny. Um, 
I did time with Denny Hecker. <laughs> For those of you not in the state of Minnesota, he owned a bunch of car dealerships and he he crossed the line. Yeah, I did. I was with Petters. I was, you know, I know all them, a lot of white collar guys. And they all, hey, kiddo, you're a good kid. You're a smart kid. They, I mean, they saw how I ran prison. Like a fucking goddamn Wall Street. Yeah, you can do it. I walked you around town, man. You wouldn't yeah. believe how many of your skills apply to this regular shit. Exactly. And if you go out and just, just start it, you'll get there. Yeah, I mean, you got to understand, I ran I ran an organized crime organization. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly, yes, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Allegedly. Well, thanks for coming on, dude. I know this isn't a fun talk necessarily, but it, it uh, was it was uh, cool. You know, it's it's good. Will you come back? Yes, sir. But it won't be for like a month <laughs> or two. Well, we'll see. Well, once I get over to the house, I'll be yeah. all right. Right I'll on. Right on. Well, I was James Hamilton. Uh, this is Junior. Thanks for listening. Why don't you follow us on Twitter at When Life Attacks or Facebook When Life Attacks Podcast. Or you can look directly at our blog, which is whenlifeattackspodcast.com. Fuck you. Fuck cock. Shit. Hey, back off. You better get those tits out of my face or I'll show you my tits. What are you doing? Working on my trash talk. You know, to get respect from the other inmates. Let me hear some of it. Uh, all right. <clears throat> hey, pal. I'm about to tear you a new ass. You gotta do a little better than that, James. Hey, I'm about to tear you a new ass and sew up your old ass. Okay, all right. I'm gonna punch you in the fuck. I'm gonna make you my bitch's bitch. You're gonna be my grand bitch. Yeah. You're about to get 20 likes on InstaFuck. If I see you around here again, I'm gonna put a hashtag on your ass and see how many hits it gets. Hmm? Oh my God. Hope you brought your Costco card because you're about to get dick in bulk. What is, this is so dark. You eat organic? How about fresh, farm to table, a puree of my balls? Yeah. Merry Dickmas, Santa cock. Hmm? Okay, all right, man. Where is this stuff coming from, James? Hey, son, you're a disappointment to your parents, who I fucked. Oh, shit. James, this is sick. You gotta be crazy to think it is. That crazy is good. Thank you. I've got about six hours more. That's good, James. That's really good. Mm.